What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here on Flatback Fridays. And that's Flatback Fridays in the building, man. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of content, the speaker of truth. Himself, the notorious CGA in the building, Mr. Coach Alini, and the prognosticator, Coach Dradamus in the building. Anyway, I appreciate y'all for being here. This is a great show. We got a fantastic show lined up for you today. The main event, the main event topic today, five ways to vet women for however you want to use her. (laughs) Forever you want to use her in this building, even if you want to go on the dark side. We're going to talk about this and how important it is to vet women. We're going to always use the iceberg principle um, to tell you guys. Uh, I know how you suck up for loves get, man. And I know my audience is pretty wide and ranging. We have celebrities that follow us, former athletes. Um, I discover Sugar Shane Mosley. Shout out to him. We got to be quiet when we report on coach gang members. But I saw on Instagram, I went to an old post and I'll check the comments. Sugar Shane was in there. Shout out to Sugar Shane and Mosley in the building. All right. Then I covered a story on him. Uh, the, the coach gang is international. We're worldwide in the building. Man, I'm going to tell you, man. Uh, oh, there was the other brother. Who other brother? Kenyon Ivory Waynes. Man, I'm telling y'all, brother. Other people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, wrestlers. We got a lot of people in the coach gang. Athletes, actors, and so forth and so on. We got it going on here in the coach gang, man. We are not alone. We have professionals that follow us. We have um, we have men from wide ranging uh, countries worldwide. We have the 10 toes up gang ladies following us with them pretty feet rubbing all of that damn. Um, uh, what is it? It wasn't cocoa butter or one of our 10 toes up gang uh, members told us it wasn't cocoa butter. It was some sort of shea butter or something like that. We got the shea butter feet rubbing women that are watching me. And they also got, we got married women watching me who got permission from. (laughs) (laughs) They got permission from their husbands. Somebody's, oh boy. He says, sounds bogus. Okay. (laughs) All right. I mean, the evidence is out there. You can see it. We have brothers from all walks of the red pill life, meaning, um, meaning, um, Meaning, um, what was the hell I was talking about? Oh, MGTOW, Passport Bros in the building. Shout out to everybody. We're all obs- we, we accept everybody. <laughs> yeah, hater alert in the building. I mean, literally, it's on my Instagram. You can go look it up. <laughs> all right. Yeah, dude, go look it up. It's on my Instagram. My, Manuel is like, this is bogus. Go look it up. Go go to my Instagram. Go to my Instagram. It's right there. But if uh, but uh, but if you put that in there one more time. You're going to get bounced the hell out of out of there because you can clearly see it. <laughs> All right. It's clearly there. So, uh, but anyway, don't let the haters distract you. <sighs> All right. So he's got to go. <laughs> you see, he's coming in the spirit of this. So, yeah, we're going to have to bounce that ass. Jesus Christ. Like, why? It's really there. But anyway, um, we got everybody that walks in the spirit of Elijah. And what we're doing here is walking in the spirit of Elijah. Right. We walk in the spirit of Elijah and the spirit of truth. We don't walk in the spirit of Jezebel. We don't let people like Manny uh, pee sitting down tampon 
tuck your inners, you know what I mean? Men that need to tuck in their tampon. We don't do that, right? We don't let women walk all over us. We put women in their place. Now, what is their place? That's that's for us to determine, right? Based on their need, right? Based on our need for them. But we allow everybody to come in this space, even haters, all right? Haters, just watch in silence because you'll learn, right? just because you'll learn. But we allow everybody to come into this space. So we we are all welcoming. If you're a Ibmore, if you're a SYSBM, if you're a pro-black, we even let the pro-blacks come in here. Shout out to the pro-blacks. Hold on for a second. Pro-black, pro-blacks took a mad L yesterday. <laughs> all right. Manny is Malik in his Latino name. Malik was in here yesterday. The pro-blacks. Well, shout out to the pro-blacks. You know what I mean? <laughs> the pro-blacks. Or uh, as Mr. Palmer called them, the black pros. Shout out to the black pros. We, lo- we love all you guys. The virgins, the incels. We, we are, everything we talk about here is all-encompassing. So we welcome everybody for this, these moments of the day. And then you can go out and section off in whatever identification you want to do here. All right, blue pill guys, purple pill guys. Shout out to the blue pill guys, monkey simps watching me. All right, there's a lot of monkey simps watching me. All right, they're watching me like Manny was in here. All right, he's monkey simp and he's like, I hate this guy. All right, he buys his followers. Yeah, oh, the private investigators. Yes, the, the blue pill guys who are watching me, questioning everything that I'm saying with no evidence whatsoever, like Hafiz, his group of people are watching me. Um, the, the purple pill guys who wish they were red pill and wish they had guts, wish they can cuff their balls, but they're going to walk out there in the middle of the street and get ran over. Right? Shout out to you guys. The hope strategists. You know who I'm talking about. You hope strategists sucker for love ninjas. Shout out to you. We welcome you here. Sometimes I got to call you a name. The PUA. Shout out to the pickup guys. Shout out to the pickup guys. Um, the pickup guys who, um, you know, they want to come over here, wait for me to say something so they can clip it, put it on their channel. They haven't done it yet. Mm. All right, because they know I'm right. You know, pickup guys be jerking off and buying hookers, you know, <laughs> or tranny boys or T-boys. Look it up. There's two of your famous pickup guys that be buying T-boys. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. I, we welcome you here, too. Welcome the private investigators trying to put cases together on CGA. We know you're out there. Shout out to the private investigators. <laughs> All right. And who else? Last one, I guess. Uh, Yeah. 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 Shout out to the red pill guys. All right. Let's get into today's subject matter. You'll see them crawling across at the bottom of your screen. We got the doom and gloom report. Once again, Coach Adamas is right. We're going to talk about go woke, go broke. We're going to talk about a woman, a mother who is taking care of her mother in her senior years who drowned, who drowned. Her own mama because she couldn't afford to send her to a nursing home. How dare you? Good Lord, man. Your rent's due, motherfucker. We're going to talk about um, a nightclub in, I believe, uh, Europe that is banned staring, supposedly staring, and probably at women without a woman's consent. Mm. (laughs) Okay. You cannot stare at any person, probably men to woman, without her consent talking about sending the asteroid all right and we're going to talk about relationship advice should you drop all your hoes when you get into a relationship guys all right we're going to talk about that man we got a couple of things here before we get to the main event topic but look to let your voice be heard dollar sign cga live on the cash app on Venmo, coach greg adams tv on paypal paypal.me backslash coach greg adams is on there it's linked at the top of the live chat 
on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel new, over there. New, 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 new and because I linked that at the top of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, that means there's no super chat. So what do you do? You go over to the Notorious CGA channel to let your voice be heard here on this Friday, last show of the week, before we get to the weekend. Yes, the weekend, sir. What that mean? Yeah, the weekend. What that mean? Yeah. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Indeed. Okay. What do I need to do to get to the earlier contributors to today's show, CGA? That's what you are. My assistant is not here today. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Ricky, is that you, Ricky? Is that you? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yeah, what's up, Ricky? Shout out to you, man. Did they let you out of jail, sir? They must have let you out of jail, man. Shout out to him. Y'all ready for this? My man Ricky says, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toast props do. Appreciate you, Ricky, for being here once again. All right, Rolos, Pantene, Hair Weave. He says, voluntary promiscuity gang checking in. Shout out to you, man. Hey, man, voluntary pro. In these streets. All right. He says, yes, I'm out here locked up. I mean, I know you had to be locked up. I haven't seen you in a while, but the voluntary promiscuity gang in the building. Shout out to you. We definitely promiscuous. Promiscuous. All right. Shout out to uh, Simon Small donating to the Gospel of the Free Agent Lifestyle. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building. Shout out to the nasty boys. You guys are going to have a crazy weekend. I'm seeing. ETC, ready to work. Good morning, coach and the coach gang. If you always do what you've done, You'll always get what you always got. Yes, indeed. He says, thank you for that one, Coach. Great reminder. Appreciate you, man. I did a little, I'm starting to do a little bit of um, little quick videos on the Notorious CGA channel. And uh, yes, if you always done, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Okay, that's just the reality. That's a principle of life. They also say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. All right, but that's what we do around here. You know, human nature. We just hope things change and we 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 pass it on to the Lord. The Lord will never be late. And then guess what? You sitting in the same spot. All right. Shout out to uh, it says uh, we're going to call him Alan. He says shout out to the coach gang school pretzel money coach. Oh, the school pretzel money. We got it, man. Hey, remember you single mother raised boys. <laughs> Schools were notorious for making. Uh, single mother raised boys and girls really, really sad at school. Everybody remembers these days and don't lie. Remember when you get to school and they be like, oh, we're going to do an ice cream fundraiser. There's going to be the ice cream truck is going to come this particular day. They're going to do an arcade game. Uh, arcade truck is going to come. Uh, they're going to do a special thing, but certain people under certain grade point averages can only go. Um you know, they're going to be selling pickles in the in the uh, snack, uh, you know, nutrition hour. They're going to be selling extra special pickles. Right. And it was always like two, three, four bucks. Now, you know, your broke ass single mother was not going to give your ass no two or three, four bucks. All right. You know, you was just fresh out of luck, right? fresh out of luck. You watching all the kids line up and shit for the ice cream. You like, damn. Damn, they rich. <laughs> they had extra money they had five dollars if i would have asked my mama for five dollars this morning she would have smacked me silly you know they announced it you know they announced it the whole week and you was all anticipation you had anxiety hey single mothers you give your kids anxiety over this shit on monday they announced it on friday we're gonna have the ice cream man 
Poncho and Hector are going to come with their little ice cream cart. And all through nutrition, after lunch, you're going to get a special ice cream. Oh, my God. Just bring $5. Ask your parents. They say parents. Ask your parents for $5, and you'll be able to get an ice cream from Poncho and Hector. Oh, my goodness. You'd be like, oh, shit. Damn. I got to ask my mama for $5. You know that shit. Yeah, the pizza party. <laughs> the pizza party. The pizza party. Yep, they'd be like, oh, we're having a pizza party on Friday. Everybody that participated in the fundraiser and brought $10 can participate in the pizza party. And if you did not have a detention or you didn't get your name written on the board with two check marks, you get to go to the pizza party. Here come all the pizza. Here it is Friday. They'd be like, here come all the pizza. They like this. Guess what, kids? It's time for pizza. They come in with all the pizza and shit. Stacking up on the table. Eight boxes of pizza is smelling good. You're like, oh, damn. Uh, Greg, hey, uh, Milk Dud Head Greg sitting over there. Uh, did your did your mother send the $5 in? And did you participate? Did you raise over $25 selling M&Ms? You didn't. You ate all the M&Ms. You broke Ninja. You got your M&Ms stolen. Okay. Oh, did your mother send the permission slip and the $10? No. Get your monkey ass out here. Get your punk ass out. Go to the office. <laughs> Go go sit your ass at the office while everybody got pizza. Soon as they get they get all the kids fed, send them out to recess. They let your punk ass out of the office jail from the assistant principal's office. <laughs> you walk outside, kids got grease all on their face. They playing with the pepperonis and shit like this. Oh, yo, punk ass, broke ass, single parent, mama ass. <laughs> They got garlic bread crumbs all in their face. You looking at these kids like, God damn. You sitting around looking at their ass like. All right. I'm beating everybody ass after school. <laughs> everybody ass. I, everybody getting their ass beat when I come. If you smell like pizza, I'm whipping everybody's ass. <laughs> hey, and did you get in worse trouble? Single mothers. Shout out to the single mothers out here. You guys raised the future criminals. You guys just gave your kids all kind of anxiety every single day. You didn't want to risk and sacrifice. You scrimped and scraped. You scrimped and scraped your way to giving your doing your best for your kids. All right. Meanwhile, every day you gave them anxiety and depression just going to school. Shout out to the single mother. <laughs> and and uh and uh check your nine volt battery in your smoke alarm while you're at it. <laughs> Shout out to Stragnesha and them and Ku Klux Keisha and Ku Klux Karen. Yeah, all the bullies were created by single mothers. <laughs> and then you still watched her smoke crack and then you said she still was a black queen. All right, shout out to everybody. Listen. <laughs> oh, man, people are already pissed off at me. What are we doing, man? All right, let's go over to the cash app. I know it's my duty to come over here and crack jokes. Shout out to my boy. Uh-oh. William C. says, thanks, Coach, for all you do. That's a co-sponsorship in the building. Indeed, your boy, Scoop, TGIF, protect your meat, your money, energy, attention, and time, the tangibles. We might show a cartoon later on. Thanks, Coach. Yes, indeed. Mr. I.M. He says, free agent lifestyle. <laughs> 
headed to Columbia for the junior college out there. Them big booty Colombians with the long, long hair. She ain't like, oh, she'll do whatever I say. She'll even be my. Hey, man, shout out to them and keep yourself safe when you're there. Hopefully you got a tour guide or you're staying in a good place where they won't let you get chopped up and, 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 and uh, poisoned. Shout out to XL Pro Services over there on the cash app. Venmo time. Venmo time. Somebody said about Ryan Garcia. Boxer. Oh, hold up for a second. I think that was from yesterday, though. I think that was from yesterday. Ryan Garcia. Uh, let's see here. Oh, shout out to. Uh, is this a. This is a. We're going to call you K Young. He said, shout out to the coach gang. An interesting topic for the future is a guy, Johnny Ray Smith Jr., who has 40 kids. Court videos on bitch, 40 kids. Mm. Let me guess Johnny Ray's race. Tell me it's not a brother. Johnny Ray. Like Billy Ray Valentine. Shout out to Eddie. He says, I don't get much female attention unless I'm paying for it which he says pay P for P or strip club. And he says, I'm invisible in the dating market with a good career. Wow, man. Hey, listen, that's not all bad. But he says, do you think it's still worth it to watch RP content? Well, RP content is not strictly for, um, it, it is, there is a section of RP content, content for men who are somewhat invisible to the world, which is not all that bad, but I get it. It can seem like it sucks. But it seems like you found a solution and it is to have uh, girls put sticky boobies in your face <laughs> right but that's what it is but yeah still watch it because it can strengthen you out here because without it apparently dudes are going nuts you know what i mean it gives you a little bit of sense of purpose and direction here no government name says shout out to the coach as always the latest blue chip episode was awesome and the episode on mothers don't love their kids you better look it up was the type of info that saves men's lives and starts moving forward process the moving forward process thank you so much for what you do. And he said, I do, but I get it. Hey, um, yeah, so you haven't seen that one. That was the evening show where I talked about why mothers really might. I said, let me say, let me say the title for real. Why most mothers really don't like their kids or love them. Why most mothers really don't love their kids. Now, I know you're going to hear the title and you're going to get in here and suck up for love me, but you got to watch the show. Watch the show. As always, I provide data, stats. Moon stars, quasars, and so what, so forth, to prove my case. I don't just come up here and, and talk. I basically show you examples, prove it, show you, give you history, give you understanding to lay out my case. Okay. Um, and so anyway, uh, let me check. Let me check. What's my mouse is bugging. Seth Rollins drove from Tunica or Tunica, Mississippi last night to Tipton, Georgia this morning to deliver this 43K LB. Frozen meat load, or that's a 43K pound frozen meat load, 10 hours travel to watch 70% of BTH courses. Hmm. The BTH. Is that the blue chip mindset? I'm not sure what that is. But anyway, he says many gems in there. Thank you, coach. Great birthday present to myself. 24 years old now. How much has changed? He says, how much has changed since I really invested in myself post-divorce? Oh, man, dude, you're a young dude post-divorce. So, yeah, man, we talk about that. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for sharing that. And last one, hey, coach, I'm interested in moving to Vegas. What neighborhoods do I uh, do you advise I search in, need to escape L.A. 
in the California shithole, <laughs> right? High taxes, gas prices, and crazy politicians. Shout out to Tony for that one. And if you want to know, guys, um, uh, for, we have a lot of L.A. escapees or California escapees, and I'll just be brief on this one. When um, people relocate, people don't really know why a person re relocated. And especially if you're leaving California, the shithole California is, um, the women weed and the weather. Many people leave because the ex it's expensive. It's expensive. Even if you make a lot of money, California is expensive. You get to a per point where you make a lot of money, it's almost counterproductive. It's almost counterproductive because what happens is your palate or think what you think you deserve doesn't match with the money. And let's just say you went from making 60,000 to 120,000. You don't really improve your, you don't, it's not like you get a bigger space and bigger backyard. What's going to happen is you're going to pay a higher tax rate. And then more of that money is going to be taken off the table. And then you're going to move up into a slightly bigger space, but it's not what you think. You're going to be like, oh, shit, this is it. And it's somewhat depressing. So then you say, I can take this money somewhere else and then I can live a little bit better. I can have a bigger desert storm bunker and all of that things. Right. So um, this is what people consider when they move out of California. Um, even if you make good money, you want to move out. So many people choose to move out. All right. And some people can't let go. Some people can't let go of California. Oh, shit, I can't let go. I was able to let go. I'll probably be back, though. So the neighborhoods you want to consider, if you are if you have California taste, if you have Los Angeles taste, you probably want to consider uh, Summerlin. Summerlin is probably going to be your best bet if you have California taste. And some parts of Henderson, all right? But that's even shaky as well because there's some parts of Henderson where around the corner – there's a dude that got his damn big ass old RV parked right on the street. And then you're like, mm. <laughs> where you don't want to move paradise, North Las Vegas. <laughs> All right. Uh, anywhere in that vicinity, anywhere between Summerlin and Henderson, that's where you don't want to move. All right, that's where you don't want to move because that right there is the community and the piece, the biggest pieces of trailer park trash you've ever seen. Anyway, let's get to the show. All right, let's see here. All right, the doom and gloom report. Oh, we boy, we starting off. We starting off with the doom and gloom report. My assistant did that. So if you really want to know, man, let's start off optimistic. Hey, remember when I was telling you guys um, you'll be eating uh, some sort of some sort of fake meat steaks will be at a premium. Remember I kept talking about these things. I saw a documentary that celebrities and people who are wealthy are holding steak and sides of beef. Um, and they're holding them away. The best cuts they're holding them away uh, just in case they need them, but they buy them in advance because they know if they go to the grocery store, they might be limited or it might be some beyond meat type of shit. Well, they're preparing you for this. I was in a drive-thru. I think I was in a drive-thru of um, Panda Express. I was surprised I had a drive-thru, too. But on the wall, on the wall of the, on, uh, like on one of the lampposts, it said the Beyond Meat version of orange chicken. Mm. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And they were like, you won't believe how good this Beyond Meat orange chicken is. I was like, damn, they pushing... Green Beyond Meat Orange Chicken. <laughs> I was like, Lord, have mercy. But they do this subtly 
they do this subtly to you to accept it. Remember, like if they just came in and, and got up on the um, they just got up on the podium. Nancy Pelosi got her drunk ass out there, her teeth about to fall out. And she says, all right, everybody, you normies, you knuckle dragging mouth breather, you oxygen thieves. There will be no more meat for you guys. Come as of today, no more meat for you suckers. Right. You panic. You'd absolutely panic. And they know this. So when I come up here and I say, you know what they're going to do to you guys? You guys say, no, they're not. But what they do is subtly drip campaign these things so you accept it. They show you an offering. Like, what would I do that? I would never get orange chicken beyond meat. But then eventually it will be the only thing you can get. Or they'll make it cost efficient. And then they subtly use marketing to get you to accept it. You're like, well, it was always here. I guess I'll try it. You know, <laughs> that's how they get you. Right. That's how they're going to get you when they convert money. Oh, coins are going to disappear. No, they want. Oh, we don't accept coins no more. Oh, OK. <laughs> All right. You waited for the announcement. We will no longer have coins. That's what normies think when conspiracy theorists pop off at the mouth. Same thing with me. So um, here it is right here. We telling you at some particular point, it means not it means not it's going to be a delicacy. It's going to be only for the rich. So here it is right here. Lab grown meats. Lab-grown meat gets approved by the FDA for the first time ever. Mm. Sounds delicious. Um, let me see. In that jar number 37 looks like, let me see if y'all can, if you can quite see this, perhaps we'll zoom in. <laughs> the doom and gloom report. I'll take that down for a second. Uh, perhaps in number 37, that would be that would be lab grown cat. Uh, 38 would be lab grown rat. 40 would possibly be lab grown dog. All right. Cat, rat and dog. All right. What are we going to put on there? Uh, what perhaps uh, goes with this soy sauce? What is mustard? I don't know. Sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> what are we going to do, guys? Hey, listen. It's just going to be the way it's grown because at some point you guys got to know, man, this, this house of cards only has can carry so much weight. And uh, this is why I encourage you guys to be prepared. I know you guys think I'll be talking out the side of my neck, but the stuff I was saying in 2017, sorry, 2018 and 2019 is recorded. You can go back and look what I was saying then is that many of these things are definitely in place right now. And we accept it, right? I was telling you the cashless society. Have you ever been to a ball game? You can't take cash to the damn uh, little kiosk. They'd be like, oh, we don't take no cash. Here, here we are. We're kind of going through that. And it's going to take a generation for us to just wipe that off the table. CBDC, uh, marriage, marriage and divorce. Remember, people said there's going to be a baby boom during the pandemic. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, there's going to be high divorce rates. And sure enough, people start reporting. Oh, damn. Marriage are going down the drain. <laughs> That's how it is. Speaking of doom and gloom, go woke, go broke. Adidas expects to lose $246 million in profit. New, 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 new world order. This year, after cutting ties with Kanye West or Yeezy or Jeezy or whoever the hell he goes. So, um, and they're also going to cut Yobs. They're also going to go. <laughs> What's wrong with people, man? I got to put it up on the screen here. What's wrong with people? This is what happens when you react with emotion 
And this is just a lesson. People say, what does this have to do with your content? I get men to understand when you react with emotion, when you go the direction of what you think everybody else is going to go with, you think everybody's going to be, oh, I'm offended by Yeezy. Most people aren't. All right. Most people wanted them to pop off some more. Uh, Adidas went woke and they wanted to kind of dust under the fact that they were um, created by German Nazis. They wanted to just throw off the scent. And Adidas hears about to lose jobs and profits by cutting ties with Yeezy. And that is just during this part of the year. This isn't for the entire calendar year. Now, you're going to go into 2023 into a deep recession with basically you tried to steal Yeezy's brand from him. You're going to create and, mar and they're going to get sued for this, too. They think they have the rights to be able to do this. Yeezy's going to sue them and win, most likely. And now they're losing their ass. Guys, don't react emotionally. Don't um, um, don't think that you got to make snap decisions about things because the, the heat is getting hot. The tide is turning against you. Sometimes you can ride that shit out and then people will be distracted by something else. The, the normies, like nobody's really distracted by Kanye West at the moment. So that storm is blown over. Adidas could have survived and they could have kept their ties. But no, the, the, the fat school moms are all pissed off. The blue haired angels, the blue head social justice warriors are all pissed off. So I got to make a snap decision about myself, but it's going to cost me everything. I think Adidas is going to uh, uh, people that work for Adidas going to lose mad jobs over this. There's another article that says here Adidas stands to lose six hundred and fifty million dollars. Mm. Remember, oh, Kanye West is no longer a billionaire. And I meant and I think I said or somebody else said, yeah, that means Adidas is no longer a billionaire either. Okay, And everybody else that's cutting him are eventually going to find out, damn, we should have cut him. We shouldn't have cut him. We're going to lose our ass. And this is the same thing that women do, right? Women do the same thing. I'm going to go find happiness. I'm not happy. <laughs> then they divorce you. They cause all kind of bullshit. Everybody gets woke. Everybody, you know, she used the court of public opinion. Then she goes back out there. And does she ever find happiness? She finds it temporarily. She gets her guts rearranged. Okay. She gets a little bit of sense of freedom. She gets to discover who she is. She gets a little bit of space. And then uh, uh, two years later, two years later, they sitting back. They played themselves. So, gentlemen, try not to let your life be centered around making emotional decisions. You're probably going to make a bad one. Okay, it doesn't mean you should never get emotional, but what I'm saying is you should really guard yourself against emotional type decisions like this because normally when you make them, you're not using your clear mind and you don't realize what you're going to lose long term. Shout out to the doom and gloom new, report. New, 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 new world order. All right, uh, let's see here. Should we do the next story? Yes, let's do the next story and then we'll do some super chats and PayPal's. Here it is right here. We got the, a mother... Drowns her own mammy. Drowns her own mammy because the rent is due out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Let's take you to the story. We've been talking about this as well. I've been prepping you this in the blue chip mindset. Remember what I told you in the blue chip mindset? Normies and ham and eggers never see this coming. Right? Remember, I told you there's no such thing as an unexpected death. And we told you why there's no such thing as an unexpected death. The reason why there's not an unexpected death, I get it. There's unexpected death. I get it. Like, damn, I didn't realize. But the reason why there isn't is because we're all going to die. 
not only that, these deaths catch people off guard. Maybe like, oh, we need to go fund me. Can't afford to bury them. Can't afford a pine box. They're going to body's going to get eaten by maggots. We need a gold casket like George Floyd. Okay. Everybody starts shuffling when their relatives die. Like, you didn't see this coming? They surely was going to die. <laughs> okay. All right. You didn't know it. And it's the same as elderly parents. Elderly parents, your parents are going to get old. Now, most people don't realize this shit until their parents are like 75, 80, and they're crashing everybody's car driving their damn Crown Victoria down the street. Oh, mama, you better. You better sit down. Perhaps, perhaps don't take the Crown Vic out today. But these are things that you should have in plan and in place for when they happen because they surely will happen. So what people do is their parents age, their parents age, and then they go, oh, shit. We ain't got no money for long-term care. We can't hire coach coaches, Filipino nurse. All right. She never had anything for savings, right? How are we going to put her in the nursing home where well, we can't afford this shit? What's wrong? President Biden needs to sign something in order. Remember emergencies, people try to make solutions in an emergency, never going to work. So what you did was you had a 40 year head start to realize your parents are going to age. Listen, you have a 40-year, when you start working, by the time you start being able to save money, you have a 40-year notice to start plunking money away for your parents. Or you're going to be put in this woman's situation. This is a blue-chip mindset. Your parents are going to age. Now, if you wanted to throw them out to the streets, throw them out to the streets. In the street. That's your decision. You do it. If you want to let them move into the back room in your house and let them destroy your marriage from within, Go ahead. If you marry a woman, I want you to listen. If you marry a woman and her parents are aging, you better put that in your contingency plan. Hey, what is the plan when your parents age, when they retire, when they settle down? What are they going to get when they get old? Ask your spouse or before you get a spouse, before you make her your spouse, ask her, um, what happens when your parents get older? Who are they going to live with? Do they have retirement savings? Do they have a nursing home? Do they have long-term care? Do, because what's going to happen is you normies are going to find out that the woman you married is the only daughter and the other siblings, they're not going to take care of your parents, her parents, and the parents are going to move in with you. That's going to destroy your marriage. I'm going to let you know right now because, ah, oh, you know what? Mom's getting old. So she'll be here tomorrow. She's moving in. Oh, you're done. It's done. Go ahead and kiss your marriage. Goodbye. Bye. Kiss it. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> All right. And uh, you need to know these contingency plans. Another one is, do you mind if your parents or my parents get cremated? Hey, uh, what about cremation? And if they start shuffling, you know, you're screwed because you want to put they fat ass into that hot box. All right. Go ahead and, uh, Go ahead and cook their ass to ashes. Well, your family's going to object to that. No, we want a big funeral. We don't want a gold casket like George Floyd with his mural on it. We want a big ass funeral. We want churches. We want a wake. We want all this shit. Who going to pay for it? They're going to be like. And that's you. They're going to look at your ass. Well, you got the money. Go ahead and pay for it. And you're like, hell no, no, no. We cremating this mother sucker. See, these are all things that you guys need to discuss and plan for because the normal, the normie lemmings, they don't plan for shit like this and they get caught off guard. 
as if it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. It's inevitable. So here it is. Here's a bright woman. This is her contingency plan. She said she found out. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Uh, instead of putting mom in a nursery home, I'm going to drown her. <laughs> I'm going to drown her in the sink. In the sink. It wasn't even her own daughter. It was her granddaughter. Holy moly. It was her granddaughter. Let's play the video. To what police say happened inside of this unit Tuesday night. Uh, homicide in Eaton is unusual. Uh, I want to say we've had maybe two in the last 15 years. Eaton police say 35-year-old Heidi Matheny turned herself in and claimed that she... This woman, they say she's 35. This is a... They, hold on. Can y'all see the picture? Let's make this larger. They said this is a 35-year-old woman. <laughs> This woman looks 45 easily. And don't tell me I look old because I got money. She don't got no money. Look at that sad face. Holy moly. All right, let's hear the rest of this clown story here. She drowned her 93-year-old grandmother, Alice Matheny, Tuesday night. According to the police report, Heidi took Alice to a doctor's appointment on Monday. The doctor told Heidi that Alice needed to be in a nursing home. But police say Heidi said she could not afford it. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Here's the economy stuff. This is the type of shit that goes on. Oh, I can't afford to put her in a nursing home. Guess we got to go ahead and kill Nana. And her grandmother's situation was causing daily panic attacks. The police report reads, quote, So you decided to take her life today. She said, that's what I did. Tuesday night, Heidi and Alice had ice. Yeah, they ain't living well, coochie sweater now. They ain't living well. They're eating. Listen. I know y'all be like, nobody's going to be eating Beyond Meat. Nobody's going to be eating crickets and, and fake uh, fake meat. They'll be eating crickets and fake meat. <laughs> they're going to be eating bugs. <laughs> Let me tell you, I know people come to my show and they're like, Coach, be pulling this shit out like we're going to be eating crickets and bugs and fake meat. Bruh, take a look right here. Look at these living conditions right here. I'm going to put it up on the screen. I can almost bet. They'll be eating fake meat and crickets. All right. Very. Dude, she she couldn't even afford the fake meat and crickets. She had to eliminate one of the people so she can get the crickets. <laughs> right. Don't tell me people ain't going to be eating crickets and fake meat. There they are right there. There they are right there. They're going to be eliminating people just so they can get extra fake meat and crickets. Continuing cream together. Alice went into the kitchen to do the dishes. Police say Heidi allegedly held her grandmother's head under the water in the sink for five to ten minutes. Mm. She brought Alice to the couch, noticed what she thought were still signs of life, filled the bathtub, then held Alice under the water for another 15 minutes. Oh. Summer Street in front of this apartment in Eaton, quiet Wednesday afternoon. A contrast to what police say happened oh. inside of this unit. To oh, that, man, boy, that's cold-blooded, man. Gee, damn, Nana. Nana lived to 93 to get drowned by her granddaughter. <laughs> she double-tapped her. She double-tapped her. She was like, yeah, let's put her ass head under the sink. That'll work. Oh, she's still breathing. Slowed up the bathtub. Think of how many steps you got to go through, man. You'd be like, all right, fill the bathtub up. 
You know when you filling up the bathtub, she looking at the body. She feeling the she feeling the carotid artery in the damn. She feeling the pulse like oh that carotid artery still thumping. <laughs> still thumping. All right, that carotid artery going and getting busy here. She watching the chest. <sighs> Shallow breaths. <sighs> oh shit. She looking at the water filling up. Damn, it ain't filling up. Hurry up before she wake up. <laughs> bitch coming back to life. Yeah, bitch. All right. Oh, man, this is terrible, man. Let's go give her the buzzer today. That's eval. And that woman is on a dating app. I guarantee you that woman's on a dating app. Some ninjas thinking about pounding that out. Let's go ahead and see it. That's right up a ninja's alley. What city is this? Eaton. Eaton what? What city is this? What state is Eaton in? Eaton. Anybody know where Eaton is? Raise your hand if you're from Eaton. Hold on for a second. What city? Eaton. That's going to be in Michigan, I believe. Or, yeah, I believe it's Michigan. That looks like some Michigan shit. All right, let me see here. Ohio, there's an Eaton, Ohio. Okay, particularly Ohio. Wow, this is terrible. Let's get to these PayPals in a minute right here. Got to watch out, man. And I guarantee you some. Oh, did I? I was supposed to pull up. I was supposed to pull up the dude, the woman, the brothers on the dating app, probably be sending her message. Like night. Uh, homicide in Eaton. Uh, Eaton. Damn, they don't say what state, but to confirm it. There it is right there. There it is. You know, brothers be all up on her DMs. Don't lie to me either. Nasty boy, stand up. Yep. And she ain't got no husband either. Ladies, man, it don't it don't look good. Yo, feminism, man. <laughs> feminism did y'all dirty. I once said feminism was worse than slavery. People were like, oh, my God. I was like, it will have a worse impact. And it has. There's no question. Uh-oh, I owe somebody money here. Mm. All right, so I'll pay. I have to pay a bill later on. All right, let's see here. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Sizzo in the building. Oh, we had a couple people. Happy Friday, coach. I'm at my job today, but... Your boy flies out on vacation this morning, living the free agent lifestyle. Let me get that plane sound. Indeed, shout out to you, Sizzo. Good luck. I don't know where you're going on your vacation, but I think you deserve it. We got a brother here who I didn't uh, announce yesterday after um, last night's show. We're going to call him. Um, we're going to call him. I don't know. But he says what many African-Americans don't know and would never admit, even that they knew, is that the small hats who owned and financed the ship, slave ships and slave ports were actually blacks. Oh, boy. Oh, no, man, boy, you really going deep. He says, I'm actually a descendant of the Moors. Um, Shepardi, small hats and Muslims who were kicked out of Spain, Portugal and many of the Iberian Peninsula during the late 1500s. And my ancestors owned plantations on my father's mother's side of the family. We were somewhat wealthy, according to what I've read, and most of our wealth was stolen by the Roman Catholics from Spain. There's a whole history of this for real. Check out, he leaves a YouTube channel's name, and he says, and looking for his videos on the wait, Sephardic Moorish Jews. Shout out to you. History is stranger than fiction. Hey, man, I don't, the, I don't, again, some of these stories that we hear, they're like, oh, we're the original Jews. And then you go, okay, well, they financed the slave ships. Oh, well, hold up. <laughs> then they start shuffling. Hey, if you really wanted to put history together, 
and get the proper story, his story, it, you'll be here forever. You're never going to get the proper story. And you're going to find yourself, you're going to find yourself being a hypocrite. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They're, the pro blacks are mad again. The pro blacks are angry. Like, how did you circle yourself back in there to being responsible? <laughs> like, how did you how did you circle yourself back to accepting responsibility for the straight trade? Right, we're the original. More, we're the original Jews. Like Kanye, like what's his name, Kyrie, and then when and then they're also saying the Jews had to finance the uh, slave ships. Hold up, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm just saying, man, do your own research on it. You got to take a L. Hey, one thing about history that I tell people because I was a history buff. I actually majored in history from my first two and a half years of college. What you'll find out as a history buff is that you got to take an L in history. You got to take an L. No matter what history you're in, there's an L to hold. There's no losses. There's no all wins on your side. You can't just win the history argument, meaning just person, just say, this, these people are responsible for X, Y, and Z, and you're just a shining, you were just sitting there like this. We were just there innocently smoking the peace pipe, watching the Mississippi River, living off the fan of the land, letting the deer and the antelope hop around. Wasn't bothering nobody. And then all of a sudden, here they come and they invaded us and shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Everybody was effed up at some point in history. Everybody was the person in history, the, the barbarian. Then one day, the evil fill in the blank came over here. That's how people frame history. <laughs> like you was doing no bullshit. Like you wasn't losing in life or nothing. You were winning. You were rich. Uh, everything was going right until here they come. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. In history, there's no such thing. You, you were doing some bullshit too. And you lost the war. That's what happened. You probably instigated the war, lost, right? And then you are the victim in history. Later on, your ancestors are like, we were victimized. No, you lost a war. And the spoils of war were you. That's what history is. I, I, you, can, you can be pissed off, but that's what history is. You lost the war. <laughs> you lost the war, and therefore these people are in power. 40 year, 400 years later, you're looking at it, trying to figure out what happened. Yeah, you lost the war. Mm. <laughs> All right. Everybody's pissed off now. The Native Americans are pissed off. All right. Shout out to Mr. Hardaway says, uh, Coach, I took heed to what you were saying about uh, now the floodgates are open and now is the time to put out content. I'm working on doing so and I have a couple of shorts in my cache that I'm ready to flood. The block with, he says, if I need a couple of pointers, I would hope that this at wait, I would hope that at this point I have a little visibility with you, and maybe you could give some pointers here, and that would be greatly appreciated. You got to tell me what your channel is if you can. Tell me what your channel is. All right, we got a couple more. The PayPal's are moving a little slow, just to let you know. But he says also seven one seven eleven coffee money thank you sir all right keep going with your content keep going with your content i had a a young girl here yesterday 20 years old and she said oh i put out my first i put out my first hoochie instagram post she was so proud of herself she was like i put out my first 
teasing of my OnlyFans content. I say, good for you, girl. Now bend over and touch your toes. <laughs> right. I'm proud of you as a content creator. Good for you. She says, I got 13. I got 13K likes. She was so proud of herself. Or 13K views. My very first one. I was like, hold on. Hold on, baby. Hold on. You out here, out here. Hold on if you want. Now, put your toes up in the air. <laughs> Go on with yourself. Shout out to actual King Smith. He says, did you see the SNL skit with Megan Thee Stallion called Workout Class? I tagged you on Locals with the link. It featured a long back to Kaylee's in full form. I saw it, man. I saw it. But it has Saturday night live content, so I can't use it. All right. But, uh, yeah, they had some flat backs. Oh, my goodness. Them, them, them flat backs was too flat. I like a little bit of a bubble, at least a little bit of under booty or something. Not like that. That should look painful. My man, uh, James B., says my boss, a.k.a. money over biash bitches, 10 toes down in the building. Shout out to you, money over bitches. We said your bitch. Okay, two more, and then I got to get going. All right, who is this in here? Yeah, we're not too far behind. We will be, though. Shout out to Leonard. He says blessings to the dark side in the building. Yes, blessings from the dark side. (laughs) The dark side is... The life dark side 2023 loading. You're gonna have to be on the dark side if y'all some sucker for love. If y'all sucker for love, dudes, if y'all get into a relationship in 2023, you are a fool. You're a moron. Shout out to CJ in the building. He says, Found you a few years ago, married for two years, already getting divorced. <laughs> oh no. Oh. I'm glad you're here to admit it. We're not going to make fun of of my brother here. He says, I'll listen this time. (laughs) He said, hashtag praying mantis is real. What did I tell you, gentlemen? Hold up. Dark side. (laughs) He got he got 17 years of child support. It's okay, man. I appreciate you for sharing this. This happens to a lot of men. This happens to a lot of men. She different, coach. Coach, she different. She's not like all of these girls you're talking about. We have a connection and a love like no other love. Hafiz is checking in. My man, my brother. So two years and he listened. He said he listened to me. I've been here since 2018 on the YouTube. Uh, More likely I've been here since 2011, but um, but uh, doing this content since 2018, we told you. Now, again, some guys will get th- this isn't the common story, but let's just frame it. This type of story has long ranges effects, man. And then when it happens to you, uh, you got to come back and be like, damn, <laughs> my man said, found you a few years ago, married for two years, already getting divorced. He said, I'll listen this time, brother. Praying mantis is real. He's getting praying mantis. So that means the kid is the kid is not, not even one years old. If we just assume that he got married and they had kid a year within the marriage, we just assuming they were virgins before. Already gone. Already gone. Man, already a victim. It, it's cold blooded out here. Shout out to the homie CJ. Let's everybody say a prayer. 
and the abba dabba dabba for my man CJ, man. So I'm like, damn. 17 years of child support. And the praying mantis is the praying mantis is real. The praying mantis is real, guys. Um, the reason why we tell you this, and ladies, you can you can confirm. I'm not here to, to demonize women. There's no point. I'm not here to demonize them. But what I do tell you is their patterns of human behavior are well documented. Well documented. So are men. So are men. So women, if you had, if there was a, if there was a wig wearing, cocked wig wearing CGA reverse, but it was a woman, she probably have all the points directly about male nature. And she would probably be just as true as I am true if she's using logic, not emotion. So I'm over here to tell you, women have a pattern of human behavior. When you tie that up with the family court, you're going to lose more often than not. Even if you stay married, you're going to lose. Even if you just say, I'll go, I'll just ride it out. You lost. You just be playing the ring game. <laughs> That's all you're going to be doing. And then you're going to be telling me, coach, man, my marriage is working. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Man, two prayers up for your boy, CJ. Man, oh, man. All right, so let's go to the next story right here. This would be a quick one. This should be a quick one. This should be this one right here. I meant to look up the entire story here, but this is just uh, from Clown World on Twitter. Another piece of wokeness legislation that is legislating mostly from men to women, right? Women want to go to clubs and not be bothered by men, which is kind of men don't understand that. Men don't understand why would women go to nightclubs and bars? and claim they don't want to be disrupted by men. Well, first of all, it's what type of men do they want to not be talking to? We know women go to nightclubs for free drinks, all right, cheap attention, and um, quick, quick salami. We know that's what they'll do. They'll do it at some particular point, all right? But it's the type of guy. It's you, you lurking-ass PUAs. You guys think you're going to run game in the gym, all right? You guys that think you're going to talk to her and say something that's going to finesse her into becoming a, a complete nympho and your luckiest day of paying $50 entry fees and $2 drink minimums is going to turn into a crazy nympho night. That's what you think. Mm. Hey, man, if I keep just keep going to these nightclubs, I'm going to just meet that nympho. And then you're going to be banging Josie in the bathroom. That's in your in the male brain. That's what he thinks is going to happen when if he keeps frequenting bars and nightclubs. And I'll tell you, at one particular point, you're going to meet Josie. Hi, girl. I like Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. <gasps> Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you At some particular point, you're going to bang one of these shit-faced drunk uh, harlots. At some particular point, you're going to have it. And then you're going to come tell me, Coach, man, it really works, man. Going out to the nightclubs and the bars, you're going to meet. I met plenty of harlots at the club. And you're going to act like you're impressing me. And I'm going to say eventually, after 50, 11 times going there, paying the entry fee, staying up late at night, uh, doing drugs, drinking Red Bull, and buying drinks for hookers. Yeah, at some particular point, some harlot's going to bend over. It's just a, it's a numbers game. <laughs> it's a numbers game. Meanwhile, she didn't throw up all on your carpet. She woke up next to you with her pants around her ankles and start screaming. All right, so you woke up next to her and she looked like she looked like Master Splinter. All right. And then you wanted to kick her out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She woke up looking like this, like Master Splinter. All right. You had to go ahead and you had to go get your STD panels checked. You caught herpes. 
you got crabs, you impregnated and knocked up one of these harlots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some you called it me too. Probably the sex wasn't as good because she was laying there like Josie all limp. You're not impressing me. You're not impressing me. Yeah, some particular points, a numbers game. You're going to get one of these scapeling skeezers to bend over for you and touch her toes before she throws up. Yeah, after you banged her and busted, she was spent all night, the rest of the night, hanging on to the side of your toilet. Yeah, great. <laughs> Fantastic, sir. It really works, man. You just don't have no game. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was laying there like she was a mannequin. Great. You desperate. <laughs> she was lying there like a piece of wood while you was just banging away at her, and you're going to come over here and tell me to impress me about you getting scab-pinning harlot skeezers at home. Oh, man. Oh, congratulations, pimpin'. Hey, pimpin'. Pimpin'. Round of applause for pimpin' of the year over here. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway, here it is right here. Now the women that are going to nightclubs, they're leaving their sugar daddy's house, and they got their own money to buy drinks. And now they're saying, if you stare with me, stare at me without verbal consent, you could get what? Kicked out of the nightclub? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is crazy. Like, what is this? What city is this? Of course, this is probably somewhere in Europe. Look at these people here. Look at this night. Boy, do you miss nightclubs? Who's, who still goes to nightclubs? Like, who still goes to nightclubs? Do people still? I know people do. You got a lady DJ. Always a lady DJ now. We got a woman DJ. She can't even... She's sitting back there like, yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. She's sitting there like, chicka, chicka, chicka. mixing, pushing the buttons and ish. Chicka, chicka. Her scratching is whack. All right, anyway. Look at these people. Don't they look like they're having a fun time? All right, all in the dark. All right, anyway. Uh, there it is right there. Uh, what is it? Sydney, Australia, the home of feminism. <laughs> Sydney, Australia has banned staring without consent. So now you guys, you, when you go in there, if you're not Chad, Pookie, Ray Ray, Tyrone, you go to nightclubs, you can't even look at the girls no more. You can't even stare at them and be like, damn, I can see all the pimples on the booty. Oof, ass so fat. Yo, she looked fine as hell, Sean. Look at me sipping white Russian, bitch in the bins bumping. Yo, man, when she go to the bathroom, Sean, and she separate them from the rest of her Mastodon girlfriends, I'm going to go run some game on her, Sean. I've been watching these YouTube videos, Sean. Soon as she separate from that pack and that mustard Pillsbury biscuit can right there, I'm going to go holler at her. I'm going to put that pimping on her. Watch it. <laughs> oh, I'm staring too long, Sean. I got to get out of the club. Yo, hold on, man, Sean. I'm waiting for her to go to the bathroom. I'm not waiting to strike. So when she go to the bathroom, oh, hold up, Sean. She getting away from the table right now. Sean, watch this shit. Look at them booty cheeks right there. Left, 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 right, left. Oh, my God. Yo, Sean, hold my drink, man. I'm going to go holler at her. <laughs> she come out. What's up, baby girl? I've been watching you, watching you. And you've been watching me, watching you. And I've been watching you, watching me, huh? Get away from me, you pervert. Oh, Sean, she says she liked me, Sean. Don't worry about it. Give me my drink, Sean. Yo, she says she liked me. She told me that after the club, Sean, to come holler at her. 
<laughs> what a what a despicable time to be a young man. You can't even look at girls no more. Can't even look at them in some places. This is terrible. All right, relationship advice. Let's give you some relationship advice right here. Uh, let's start with. Let's start with the. Uh, are we going with the snuggle bear? Oh, ladies, ladies, what's going on? The strong and independent. Snuggle bear for single women is an emotional support bear and it doesn't snore. Ladies, this is what strong and independence is going to look like for your ass. Wow. There's an emotional support bear on sale for singles, not men, because this would be called a sex doll if it was for men. There would be holes in orphans that there would the mouth would not be sewn up. All right. If this was an emotional. Emotional support bear for singles. No, that would be a sex doll for men. And why Why can women have a, an emotional support? <laughs> this old one. <sighs> now, here's me. Look, I know people think I'm doom and gloomish on relationship, and I'm a little bit bearish. No pun intended. But this is where we're going. The, the data is out here. It's clear that we are in a messed up position in humanity. We're definitely oh, the humanity. Guys, and let me tell you something. I know you might be a sucker for love ninja listening to Luther Vandross and Fred Freddie Jackson, the Commodores and shit like that. LTD. I know you might be an emotional, lonely ass man, but I'm just going to tell you right now. You're winning. They freed you. They freed men. men, men women have been enslaved. Men have been freed. It's the best time in the world to be a man. They're selling it like hotcakes. They selling it on the streets. They out here fornicating. There's no more virgins. You don't have to buy it no more, meaning you don't have to buy it long term. And these women are going to be out here getting pounded out, getting their break, the brakes beat off of them. Okay. And then when the dude pumps and dumps or skedaddles when he leaves after he busts his nut and he doesn't stick around the cuddle. They got a cuddle bear for, for this. They got an emotional support cuddle bear for these single ass women out here. <laughs> he said, we winning. You got passport bros out here going to take trips, banging out dirty feet, Asians and Latinas. All right. So I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Y'all, can, We could go to anywhere. Philippines is open. Philippines is open. We could get a whole bunch of five foot one Filipino chicks with that jet black long hair. All in there in that little monkey, that little uh, hairless monkey skin. You know, they don't got no piece, no hair on their skin. No scabs, no nothing. We good. We up, men. We're winning. All right. Uh, what do we got going on here? Let's see what the emotional snuggle bear is for. They're going to try to frame it. They're going to try to blame it on men, too. You know, they're going to try to blame it on men. And that's you. Singles can okay. This is her can't bear to be alone this holiday season, ladies. Woo! Woo! We winning. Can't bear to be alone this holiday season. A human-sized emotional support bear might be the perfect gift for you. The loving bear puffy is the same shape and size of a male human being, but has the head of a teddy bear. Puffy is a very personal product invented by an ordinary woman who is afraid of being alone, the company said. 
The five foot seven, hold up. The five foot seven oversized plush bear. Wait a minute. Let's go back. It's the shape and size of a male human body, but it's five foot seven. You know what that means, gentlemen? Short kings. Short kings. Society will tell you what's right. It's not a six foot bear. Short kings. <laughs> Short kings. This your season too, man. It's a five foot seven bear. For the women, I says I need my man to be six foot two. Reality is, you get a five seven bear. Okay. Even the companies was like, ma'am, there's only like not that many all tall bears out there. Five foot seven is the best you're gonna get. <laughs> but I want a six foot six bear. All right, ma'am, listen, your ass is really gonna be alone. That's why you need the bear. First of all. There's no six inch bears out here for your fat ass. All right. You need to get the five seven bear. <laughs> Let me get the bear five foot seven. Oh my goodness. Um, the five foot seven oversized plush bear weighs just about seven pounds and is $160 and replaces the need for a the physical presence of a person in variety of moments or in various moments and situations in everyday life, especially during long lonely nights uh does this bear come with sex toys because the sex toy industry going nuts i'm definitely going to open up a business selling sex toys all right any business i open up gentlemen listen uh, I i'm telling you what's up any business i open up i'm not going to be for men whatever i'm doing i ain't selling the men i'm selling the women and i'm selling sex toys yes i am because that industry is going to go crazy and i'm gonna have cat food i'm gonna have be able to have the body bear over here Uh, the milky brown bear. Look at this woman right here. Of course, it's an older woman, and she got uh oh, her feet are damn. Woo! She failed the foot. Look at these feet, Sean. Oh my god, man, she failed the feet test. Oh, look at that, bruh. Look at the hammer toe. Look at it. What's going on here, ma'am? You need a foot. What is this toe doing? Oh, my Lord. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I got to cut you. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, the humanity. She had it going on until she scrolled down as I saw them feet. She can't kick it like that. She going to mess up by the. She flat backed it, though. And she old as hell. All right. She in her 50s. She done got her face paralyzed by Botox several times, man. She's going to look like Master Splinter for sure when that makeup cut off. All right, but look at look, look at this picture. Ladies, this is your future. Do you realize this, ladies? Are you happy with this? They'll be like, at least I'm happy. Ladies, are you happy with this shit? This is why I tell married women, just stay married. This is crazy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, where's, where's the guys? Where's my PUAs? Let's say they had this but it was a man and the woman was a, the, there was a woman cuddle bear and the man was behind it cuddling the woman bear. How would people look at this? <laughs> How would people look at this? People would be like calling him what? An incel, a virgin and all kind of stuff. He can't get no sex. He can't get laid. So he got to get a cuddle bear. They'd be, they'd be killing this guy. They'd be drilling him. But for them, oh, it makes sense. It's an emotional cuddle bear. After I get pumped and dumped. 
Look at his face, too. He don't even want to be there. Look at his face. Look at the bear's face. The bear don't want to be there. The bear's like, if you don't get this old bra with this hammer toe off of me, look, a bear, blink two times to let me know that it's all good. Oh, it ain't all good. He's a he's emotionally he's an emotional terrorist or she's an emotional terrorist. He's a hostage. The bear's like, if this drunk woman don't shut up. This woman going to ride my face later tonight, CGA. You don't even know how bad I got it out here. It's bad. It's very, very bad. All right, man. He's like, oh, the humanity. <laughs> who else? Who made it? The Milky Brown Bear is produced by a Bulgarian company founded by model and designer Ina Markalova, or we're going to call her Anastasia. And um, and uh, the product and creative manager, Tonia, and we'll just call her um, Natasha. Anastasia and Natasha. I'm sure one of these is Anastasia and or Natasha. Let me see the other picture. Oh, yep. There's Anastasia. This is Natasha. These are the founders of the bear. Lonely ass European, Eastern European bear. Uh, I guess the I guess the bride, I guess the bride, um, the 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 mail order bride business is out of look at them. They didn't dress them up like Chad, too. Bruh. They didn't dress them up. They didn't dress them up like a Chad. I bet you they sprayed all kind of damn jupe Fahrenheit cologne on the Chad, too. <laughs> Let me see her feet. Let me see her feet. What's she working with? Let me see what she's working with. All right. I like the I like the arch here. She got the arch going on. Uh, they a little dirty, though. I don't know, man. Maybe that's the lighting. I can't really tell. All right. So what are we going here? 67 inches. Oh, boy. I don't even want to read this shit. What is going on? Look at this, ladies. <laughs> Y'all done, man. Y'all done. He says, quote, Anastasia or Natasha says, quote, we women are often left alone for various reasons. Sometimes it's a personal choice, bad luck or fate, but we all need someone, uh, someone's presence or a hug, especially at night before falling asleep or on the couch in front of the TV. That's why Puffy is made with the human shape and size to replace as much as possible the lack of physical presence when we need to hug or lean. The company even pointed out that the human-sized bear offers some benefits over the company of a man. I can't wait to hear this. There's Natasha. Oh, he cuffing to look at that. Uh-oh. My man feeling on her booty. Booty. Booga booga booty. He cuffing her bra. What is this, man? Man, don't hey man, send the asteroid already. Yeah, where's the 304s are winning guys at? These 304s out here winning, coach. I always tell you, just wait your time. Wait till you th turn 35, and you're going to be seeing wins pile up. Look at this shit. <laughs> what are we doing? Ladies, speak up. What is this? What are the benefits of the bear? Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo. She reading her book, cuddle up. Okay, what do you do with the bear when company comes over? Do you just let the bear sit over there? Or do you have a trunk that you load the bear in? All my friends are coming over. I'm about to put my bear up. Do you name the bear? 
Does the bear have a name? Like, what are we doing? What are the... Okay, now Natasha getting in there. Now the bear's naked. Uh-oh. Puffy provides emotional support. How? Comfort and peace. A healthy hug and an individual image and design. He also can also conform to every person's individual body shape. He doesn't snore. He doesn't grumble or get angry. All things actual humans do. The company also notes that the toy comes bare naked, allowing you to choose how he dresses. Uh-oh, it's about to get busy. This is my song for real, no doubt. Look at her. She about to make love to that bear. Oh, now she alone for the holidays. God damn. Ladies, you see this? Speak up, ladies. I know y'all see this. <laughs> Dude, this is a hell of a sell job right here. Oh, man. Let's just go ahead and end that story. I can't. I can't. Let's get to this next one. Wow. Did I did I close the tab? I didn't. Um, what about uh this one right here? Let's see here. Let's let's go to this one right here. This is a woman here. Uh for the lonely men, for the men who want to lead with their wallet and get into relationships. This apparently is a woman. I've covered this before, so it looks like a looks like a replay. But but, but this woman right here, this is the spoiled woman of America. She's got 10,000 Instagram followers and she thinks she's the shit. And so a monkey sim shows up and he wants to bless her, and he buys her a car, okay? But um, because she's got 10,000 Instagram followers and 50 ninjas in her DM, she thinks she's worth more. I know my worth. Okay, let's go ahead and hear the conversation being had here. I don't like you. Huh? I don't like you. What you mean you don't like you? What's wrong? I don't like See, she a red bone. So, you know, red bone, this, this, this brother's giving the red bone a pass. She said the car's too old. You mean it's too old? It's 2019. It's 2019. I want a 2022. No, 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 no. This is a nice, this is a nice car. Yeah, that's a Mercedes C-Class. I can see it from a mile away. All right. That's definitely a C-Class. That's that's the rich bitch. That's the fake rich bitch car. I'm rich, bitch. Did somebody say this is a skit? This is a skit. Let's give the ham and egger a round of applause. Let's give you some claps, too. This is a skit guy. This is a skit guy is in the building here. Shout out to you. That this is a skit guy. You know, that this is a skit guy. Let's give you a little bit more song here. Are you happy with yourself, sir? The, the skit ninja guy in the comment section. This is a skit. Enter. Send. I see it before you, coach. You're buying this, actually. This is a skit. <laughs> Come on down with your skit ass down here. <laughs> the skin just the skit skin ninja. What you? Fantastic. You get the prize here. Get your punk ass up here and pick from door number one or two. <laughs> this is a skit. Mark. This is a skit, coach. This is a skit. All right, let's continue here. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I don't know what I would have done with you today. What would, 
what perhaps what what have I done with you today if I didn't see your comment that this is a skit? Bergard, <laughs> <laughs> coach, Bergard, dragging his knuckles, mouth all he watching the show like this, <sighs> mouth all open, slack jaw, slack jaw. This is a skit, Bergard. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, my man said, I don't get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He definitely a mouth breather. <laughs> Let's get it. Look at this. This is a nice car right here. You got leather seats and everything. Yeah. It got 34,000 miles on it. That could buy me better cars like an athlete or something. What athlete? All right. So, um, she said, you can buy me a better car like an athlete or something. Now, Mr. Skit Guy, he doesn't get it. He still doesn't get it, which tells you he's a big old bot. What these skits do, what these things that they do on the Internet, basically when they play these skits, when they play these things out, what it does is it, it, it allows people to have a debate within the comment section, which does make it real. People say, well, that happened to me or these people are out of control. They're a little bit delusional. I hope I don't meet a woman like this. All women are like this. Not all women are like this. This creates a bigger debate. As you can see, there's a bunch of likes and a lot of comments. And these things get shared over and over and again. And it heightens the insecurities about relationships. Okay. That's why skits, by just dismissing it as a skit, doesn't relieve the importance of the skit. It basically are conversations that are being had. A lot of women listen to things like this and say, yeah, women deserve this and that. This ninja should have paid for all of her friends to go to dinner, despite the fact that it is a skit. The skit heightens the whatever insecurities we have about relationships. And then we play them out in real life or we discuss them or we debate them. Remember the remember, remember the the McDonald's, the McDonald's, the guy that brought McDonald's only for his kid. And the kid, there were other kids and the mama was like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, that was a skit, but it didn't stop people from having a great debate about a scenario that is very popular where a woman will have multiple baby daddies. So we we believed it and we debated it, but then it was a skit, but it caused a great debate, pr pretty much a great divide. So that's why skits are important today, because they do allow for a conversation and the debate which we do believe, hey, women are like this. There's some women that are like this, that are literally holding out, waiting for an athlete to marry her and pick her and select her. And then she believes, because women do believe, that they're going to meet the unicorn one day. He's going to be tall. He's going to be dark. He's going to be muscular. And these are fat women, by the way, that believe this. He's going to have money. He's going to have time. He's going to be a scammer. He's going to be a dope dealer. He's going to take me on vacation. He's going to buy me a car, a new one. And he's going to have he's going to do art. He's going to play the piano. He's going to read poetry. He's going to write books. He's going to be six foot nine. There's a lot of women that look at this and be like, yep, she deserves shit like this because I deserve it. <laughs> so anyway, you have the phrase art imitates life or does life imitate art? What is it? Mr. Skit guy, do you get it? No. Anyway. Let's play it. Like Jojo Madsen or something. Like anybody. Man, man. What? What do you want? I want a 2022. Hey, so she wants the 2022, not the 2019. And a lot of women will be single, cuddling up, 
cuddling up with bears, driving a Nissan Altima at 46% interest, eight years to 10 years financed with no car insurance. All right, because they think like this. They think just like this. Oh, no, man, I don't want no ninja to buy me no C-Class 2019 Mercedes. I want a 2022. If you ain't got a Birkin bag, throw the whole man away. Yeah, you have some normie chicks with 10,000 followers on Instagram that think like this. It's $35,000. I'm going to cash out on it. $35,000. I don't like it. So, and, and believe me, I'm on the dark side. I've had conversations with women. They'd be like, yep, I want $5,000 a month. I'll see you four times a month. And you're like, I've had women say shit like that. And trust me, there are some dudes that will give them that money. Now, when they pop up, when that relationship ends with that guy, they're going to come back out here going, I want $5,000 a month. I'll see you four times in a month. And you're like, ma'am, um, excuse me? Yes, this is the delusion. Skid or not, sir. All right, uh, last point that I want to make on this one. Should you keep all your hoes when you get into a relationship? Is this a skit, sir? <laughs> is this a skit? Let's go ahead and pop this up on the screen. Skit guy is going to come in. All right, it says right here, and they had a typo, but I won't blame them for it. I have typos all the time. Should men keep their roster while they are in a relationship? I'd love to hear his advice on this one. Let's go ahead and uh, play the video. This is a skit. All right, so this might come off as a little toxic, but men, keep your fucking roster because she will not get rid of hers. She will not. She has men in her DMs giving her affirmation, attention, fucking offering sex, offering money, whatever it may be. Those are in her DMs. And she may not reply and she may say some shit like she doesn't reply or she may use the excuse of, oh, I can't help what men say to me. But you can block, you can unfollow, you can turn off your comments, you can do all that shit like to have the upper hand they like to keep those options just in case you're not shit they have all these things to fall back on i don't care if she posts you every day that doesn't show me commitment men look at you just like an obstacle to fucking get past right they're all waiting for you to fuck up and if you do fuck up now she has all these guys wanting to help her get over you and you're stuck over here looking like a fucking creep trying to talk to girls you probably look like a fucking rebound after all of it and then he's trying to get fucking back at his girlfriend with me so it looks bad so sustain those relationships all right so this skit guy what do you think skit guy is skit guy in here <laughs> skit guy <laughs> just blessing with him skit guy's upset this is reprehensible you're bullying me coach this is a skit. <laughs> hey, but by the way, um, he does look like somebody hurt him. Hey, sir, who hurt you? Wait a minute. Who are you? He definitely got hurt. <laughs> he definitely been hurt. Hey, ladies are like, he hurt you. Who hurt him? But let's just talk about this. Obviously, he broke up. With his girl, he found out his girl had a rebound, right? I'm sorry, had other dudes. We call it the, listen, we give you these instructions so you don't get hurt. We give you the instructions so you don't get hurt because you're going to get put in this situation if you're between the ages of 18 uh, legally and 32. You're going to get put in this one. You're going to get crushed. You're going to get your heart stomped on. This is why we tell you, man, don't get no feelings for these women. So this is instruction we're going to give you. We're going to use another man's pain to give you guys pleasure out here. All right, so here's the deal. What happened to him is he got he broke up with this girl. He thought they were the only one. He found out she had other men in the orbit. 
which all women, this is again, talking about female nature and or, and or patterns of human behavior, all women keep men in their orbit, all of them, all of them. There's not one woman that doesn't have an orbiter. Many women have many orbiters. They call them work husbands, play husbands, homies that they went to school with, uh, play brothers, uh, you know, friends from the gym, their personal trainer, ninjas in their DMs, Facebook friends, high school buddies, alumni, ex-boyfriends, ex-husbands, baby daddies. Now, why do they do this? It's very simple and clear. They need to survive. They're always going to need a safety net. There's always another bull in the ring. There's always another bull in the ring. Even um, the bulls that she won't acknowledge. Oh, he's just a friend. He would never want to have sex with me. He loves me as a friend. We're platonic. You don't have to worry about him. These are all myths. And we're busting the myths over here. We're not falling for the shit. If you hear a woman say that, she's manipulating you. And she's using these men as a false, fail-safe plan. Many women cheat in the gap. They cheat in the gap. Many of them won't cheat on you, um, won't cheat on you when you're in a relationship. But if there's a perceived breakup, if there's time and distance, she needs some space, you need some space, they're definitely going to be cheats clap in that gap. She's not going to be at home twiddling her thumb. Some ninja's going to be right there the next day clapping those cheeks or at least taking her out on a date and he was there the entire time of the relationship trust me she didn't just meet him he was there he was in the background the entire time so with with, with that we have to understand that that's what they do and this is called acceptance we're not persecuting them from this there's no longer hate for them for this because we accept that this is what they do now what men typically do because look at Giselle and Tom Brady, same thing. She's on a vacation with her Taekwondo or jujitsu teacher. The dude was there training her and her kids. Dude was in the background the entire time. So this happened to me many times. And what men typically do, we'll tell you what you typically do. You meet the girl of your life. Oh, my God, Coach. Oh, she's the one. You get rid of all your hoes. You have the conversation with her. Don't you think we should delete our Tinder now? Oh, by the way, they have men that they've messed with or have talked to on Tinder when you met her. So you met her on Tinder or Bumble on these goofy-ass dating sites. You treated it seriously. Then you committed to her. And then all of a sudden, guess what? She has uh, the same guys that she was messing with as she was revolving around Tinder and Bumble before you met her. They're still in the background. They're still going to check in with her. They're still going to say, hey, uh, yeah, we haven't had sex in the last couple of months. What happened to you? I'm kind of in a situation. Okay, well, I'll just be here in the background in case you need this salami. I'm your emergency salami in a glass, okay? So what happens to you is she has a conversation. Don't you think we should delete our tender? Yes. Don't you think we should exchange social media passwords? Okay. Now, you're going to say, I'm not going to make our code. I don't care what she does. I'm the man here. I put that salami on her. I gave her the best salami ever. So I don't need to check her social media. I don't. Uh, this is about trust. So what you do is you wipe the slate clean of all your hoes so as to not intimidate her. And she might even poke and prod. Who are you texting? Who's Melissa? Who's Maria? I saw somebody named Maria text you. Um, who is that? I was walking past your iPad and I noticed a woman text you. Who is that? Right. These type of shit. 
So you say, I got to tell all my hoes to calm down. I got to tell all my hoes to back off. So you text all your hoes. Back off, Maria. Back off, Melissa. Back off, Marisol. You guys got to stay in the background. I got a girl. I got a girl. Do not text me no more because my girl be watching my phone. So your hoes go get piped down by other other dudes. They start, you you lose all your hoes. You flush all your hoes down the toilet. And now you only have her. This is called isolation. You're screwed now. Now you think she got rid of all her hoes, but she did not. She did not. She did not get rid of all her hoes. She just put them in the orbit. And they still DM her. They still give her affirmations. They still talk to her. She still jokes with them. Oh, we're just joking. Oh, this is my work person. We're, we're, yeah. Texting her all under the covers at night. You watching a movie. Her lo- her phone just to lighten up. She didn't silence her phone. All that shit. She getting up to get ice cream. She in there. You don't hear no bowl or no spoon hitting that bowl. Like, damn, man. How much? How long does it take you to bring the Rocky Road back? Oh, I'll be there in a second. <laughs> Friend zoning dudes, good morning text. She just getting it lit up and you don't see it because you you trust and believe. But believe me, it's there. They're there. They're going to be in the orbit and she's going to put them in another category. You, you can't put women in another category. All right, be there until my, unless my whole, you can't do it. So what tends to happen is you break up and you find out that the dude she said, don't worry about, the dude that was just a friend, the dude that was the work husband, the dude that was the homie she went to school with, the dude that was in her DMs, she got 10 toes up for that dude. And she just, she uh, right away, right after the breakup, you find out. She getting her insides pushed to her esophagus. Now, what are, what are you doing? Because you got rid of all your hoes. You at home on Friday night clutching your pillow. Damn. Should I text her? I bet she's sitting at home looking at recipes for chicken noodle soup. Waiting for me to text her and apologize and sorry for 2004. I bet. Hmm. No, I ain't going to text her. I'll wait for her to text me because I think she's going to be lonely now. All right, yeah. She probably getting her insides rearranged right now. Okay. And you don't, you won't find out till weeks and months later. She doing monkey double backflips all over that dude. Monkey double backflips all over somebody. She getting somebody, somebody getting her sheet soaking wet right now. <laughs> Trust me, guys. Every girl that breaks up with a man, she's soaking somebody's sheets the next the within the next three days. There's no if, ands, or buts. Nope, there's no girl sitting at home. <laughs> she out getting bucket naked out at the club shaking her ass. Bucket naked. She getting it split open. She getting piped it down. Without a doubt, there's no, there's 90% chance that that's happening. Now, you, on the other hand, let me tell you what you're going to do. You're going to be like, damn, I better get my hose back. So you calling up your roster. Ain't nobody showing up. It's a ghost town out there. Damn, where are the hoes? Oh, my God. You calling your girls. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm just checking in. Oh, I got a man. Oh, okay. 
Oh, I'm out of town. I'm traveling. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on OnlyFans. Oh, damn. All my hoes is all, they all occupied. Oh, my. Okay. Perhaps I'll go on Tinder and rebuild my roster. Perhaps I'll go on Tinder and I'm going to have to rebuild my roster because I got game like that. First damn Tinder date you get is going to be like this here. Okay. It's going to be like this right here. Okay, you're going to be hogging. You're going dirt hogging. You're going mud bogging. First one. You're going to be like, damn, I just got to get one real quick. I know she's getting rearranged by a Chad. I'm going to have to pipe something down tonight. Now you're going hogging. And he mentioned it in the clip. This guy mentioned it. He said right here, he was like, the first girl you're going to get is a rebound girl. Just to get that sense of, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want her getting all the fun and me just being left out. So you're going to go hogging on Tinder. You're going to go hogging on Tinder and Instagram. You're going to bring home this one right here. Oh, humanity. Don't lie to me, guys. This is how it works. And you'll get that first little nut off and you, you'll feel, you think you're going to feel better, but you're not. Because you're going to see her social media. She's going to be having fun, letting her hair down and taking pictures with tall ninjas and muscular ninjas and <laughs> right, you're gonna be like oh rich ninjas dudes flying to the france you like how this broke chick get the france she had a rich guy in her dms and she said ah, why not how the hell she get to france yeah yep so guys the point he's making here is your girl is not getting rid of her roster anytime soon they are not trust me they are not they're going to be in an orbit. They're going to be in another name. They're going to be in another name and another purpose. Doesn't mean she's cheating on you. Not necessarily, but she's keeping it safe one. So when you get into a relationship and you give up your commitment and you know the value of your commitment, what he's saying is do not get rid of your hopes. Have them on. Nope. Don't do it. Do not do it. All right. Uh, let me play him again just so you can get the context of this. This is true. What he's saying is true, by the way. He has this music in the background, which is probably going to give me a copyright, but let's play it. This might come off as a little toxic, but men keep your fucking roster because she will not get rid of hers. She will not. She has men in her DMs giving her affirmation, attention, fucking offering sex, offering money, whatever it may be. Those are in her DMs. And she may not reply. And she may say some shit like she doesn't reply or she may use the excuse of, oh, I can't help what men say to me. But you can block, you can unfollow, you can turn off your comments, you can do all that shit like to have the upper hand they like to keep those options just in case you're not shit they have all these things to fall back on i don't care if she posts you every day that doesn't show me commitment men look at you just like an obstacle to fucking get past right they're all waiting for you to fuck up and if you do fuck up now she has all these guys wanting to help her get over you you're stuck over here looking like a fucking creep trying to talk to girls you probably look like a fucking rebound after all of it and then he's trying to get fucking back at his girlfriend with me so it looks bad so sustain those relationships all right so, so yeah this woman says stay single as she's trying to say she didn't say it's not true she didn't say it's not true the first comment says just stay single then why would you get into a relationship no ladies why don't you stay single why don't you get rid of your roster why don't you have not men not don't have men in my orbit she didn't say it wasn't true. The one thing that I look at as F for people to deny what I'm saying is to say CGA is lying. I rarely hear that. 
I hear a whole bunch of bullshit. We're going to get to the super chats. I hear a whole bunch of shit and you doing this and you doing that and you hurt and you bitter and you lonely, you ugly, you fat, you short, you bald, you ugly, you gray, you milk dud, no neck ass, trap having ass. I hear all of that shit. You Uncle Tom, you sell out all of this shit. I hear all of that shit and that don't stop me. <laughs> right? That right there, none of those things make me go, mm, perhaps I better say something differently. When I, yeah, you broke, you ugly, you mad because that means I'm touching the right, that means I'm on the right track. That means I'm on the right track. What I want to hear is you're lying. That's what, that is going to be. And then when you say you're lying, you need to prove me wrong. That is the one that will keep my attention. I'm going to prove Coach Greg Adams wrong and then put out the information. He's lying to his audience. Coach Adams is wrong because this. Nobody's going to do it. Yep, you're a grifter. You're this, you're that. None of these things will stop me because I'm going, they don't have, they don't have the defense to stop me because I am the defense. You can't stop defense with defense. All right, you better go on the offensive. You can't stop defense with defense. I'm the defense. All right, so you need to come up with a whole bunch of shit to prove me wrong, and you can't do it. You can't do it. You got to come with hope and not all, and that's not going to do it. Not going to do it. Hafiz, emotional reactions and over yelling over people, that ain't going to do it. I'm still sitting here with the facts. I'm sitting on the side of the truth. All right, name calling will not stop me. <laughs> Just trust me. I've been called a lot of names in the last four to five years. That shit does that shit just bounces off my ah, bounces off me. Dino Bravo style. <laughs> shit ain't got nothing for me anyway. All right, shout out to all these super chats. We got a long super chats coming in here. So uh yeah. We got a lot of them. Yo. Let's see here. Lord have mercy. Thank you for the contributions. It must be Friday. Y'all ninjas got paid today, I see. Big Amy, coach, what part of Canada were you referring to that you had a good time? Take me out with the, oh, you want the what's up, ninja? <laughs> Wait a minute. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I went to Vancouver and Whistler. Vancouver and Whistler area. Big, great place. They have the uh, Granville downtown area, uh, which is great in Vancouver. You have um, Whistler up in the ski areas. Great if you want to go see some snow bunnies. Yeah, go see some bunnies down there. <laughs> Rolos Panty Harry CGA. Do you think a baseball cap with a fake hair weave attached to the back would be a moneymaker asking for a friend? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, lots of Asians in Vancouver, by the way. Hey, by the way, yeah, man. I don't know, man. A hat with a hair weave in the back like Hulk Hogan? Perhaps. Raul says little five to celebrate the Packers downfall. FTP, he says, uh, F the Packers and Bears down. But the Bears got to win after that, though. You can't just be <laughs> celebrating the Packers down. All right, Pimp Skywalker, if you think hy hypergamy is bad, wait until the market crashes. There will be an increase in BMW and Porsches at the local Walmart. And then in the repossession yard, Rooster Coburn, I was getting... I was getting obvious choosing signals and I asked her for her number and she gave it to me. Then she said she has a boyfriend, but he's being he's been pissing her off. 100 percent. So there's a situation there. The girl has a boyfriend. She still gave the number up. And because cheating happens in the gap, she's like, there's going to be a gap here. 
So I need to set up my next landing spot. Tim Skywalker, guys are about to start sounding like Mr. Telephone Man. There's something wrong with my line. We get down my baby's number. I get a click every time. Yes, you sucker for love ninjas. Minnesota Jew CGA. One time my ex invited me over. She said she cooked me dinner. I It felt nice. I got there. She made one frozen DiGiorno pizza. Horse. Well, at least it wasn't Tombstone. <laughs> at least it wasn't Tombstone. All right. Shout out to R. Singleton. Eddie Murphy said this in a comedy special in 87 about dating foreign women. Yes, the old dating foreign women. Yes, the old uh, foom foo. Uh-huh. Jay Stokes says God's away on business. Yes, he is. God's away on business. Business. <sighs> Shout out to Grant Cussler. Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. Oh, boy. This is interesting. Uh, the green the green people out here. Ninja Snuggle, Green Eggs, and Ham was setting us up. DG Seymour. So, Coach, even those XXs are broke, callous, and deadly. Should we still run game just asking for a friend? Yes, run game on them. We're going to talk about running game in a minute here. T T Teddy KGB got the Gordita lined up. Stretch marks on the gunt. Enjoy your weekend, gentlemen. Free agent for life. Goodness, Rational Rationality shared something, and he says, lick the Mastodon at Denny's, all you can eat for life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> DJ Be Fit, one of my priorities that I, uh, one of, oh, sorry, priorities. One of my properties that I clean in the senior living and um, is a senior living, and the maintenance guy told me that they're seeing an increase in elder, elderly women self-deleting. I'll say it again. One of the, my properties that I clean is a senior living, and the maintenance guy told me that they're seeing an increase in elderly women self-deleting. The media is not going to tell you this. Ladies, enjoy your strong and independence, but I'm looking for a harem, but I actually kind of have one, but it's it's annoying. People are annoying. I don't like humans, you know what I mean? So that's my problem. Like, even the harem and the concubine thing be like, I'd be pissed off at that after a while. I'll be like, oh, do I have to talk to these people? <laughs> All right. She did. Shout out to Christopher B. He says, what about the five, six King Shun? He says, where's our huggy alone bear? As usual, thanks for what you do. Chadwick says, Pip Skywalker spotting Porsches at the local Walmart. Walmart in its latest earning reports. It is that they're beating earnings. Because sales are way up with 100K in earners and generic food sales are way up and credit cards to buy food way up. Okay, let's put that all in perspective. Walmart's earnings are reporting to be up because a lot of wealthy people, which would be the 100K earners, are now shopping at Walmart with buying generic food. Generic food is way up. So that's a step away from um, that's a step away from, from beyond meat and crickets. People are now dropping down from, um, whole foods and going back to Walmart. And he says, credit card usage to buy food way up. Woo. By the way, you guys don't look at stuff like this. So you don't see the world the way we see it. Um, we're watching this in real time. There's another report. People are paying their rent and mortgages on credit cards a lot more in these times. Oh, one more bit. 
One more bit of information. Student loans are set to start repayment on January 23rd. That's going to cause a massive problem. Because people assumed that they were going to get this student loan relief. Guys, it's not coming there. It's hung up. It's possibly going to the Supreme Court. Um, and it's hung up for the next several months, at least the next six months, just in the Supreme Court. They're, they're going to take it to the Supreme Court now that the federal courts have shot it down, right? So student loan debt repayment will re, uh, begin again January 23rd. Put it on your calendar. Shit is about to go. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Women are going to be stressing out. There's going to be some men stressing out, but primarily women. All right, shout out to Speaking My Mind says she wants the bear's warm embrace. To wrap you in my warm embrace. Cheap drum, uh, cheap drum hacks. If I go to a chick's house and she has that bear, I'm cool with it as long as she doesn't have a large male dog. Mm. Whitney, Wisconsin. Joe K. Tuition. All right, we're almost there. Late escape. Hey, coach, first super chat. Thank you for the wisdom and comedy. You give to us. What advice would you use to proceed with the relationship? Being honest and keeping your side women or lying. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. ETC ready to work says laughing my butt off coach. I had to double dip on the super chat. Please sell that bear and feet analysis part of the show. He says it's too dang funny for the these free YouTubers. I almost died laughing, man. If the if that woman shows up with them feet. I'm kicking her out after I bust. All right, shout out to you. The dictator doubles up, says, when my ex was locked up, we were dead broke, but she had a male friend who had the bail money ready that night. He said, my bad coach, it is paycheck Friday. Here's another five for my favorite African, broke African-American out here. These donations are for the baby mama terrorist fund. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking he about? He says, can you show us where the ATM is located? All right. <laughs> where the ATM is located, Lord. Uh, I love this woman, by the way. Where's the ATM I located? looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes right out. <laughs> we found out where it's located. All right, my man Tehran is in the building. Keep dropping them facts. For the young brothers out here, you sucker for love, ninjas. All right, shout out to DG Seymour. He doubles up. Crypto bankruptcy, blame it on Polly and Jermaine. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's He fault. says, I also says I have a frozen freezer steer. Oh, wait, I have a full freezer steer. Wait, I have a full frozen steer in the deep freezer. I have a full frozen steer in the deep freezer. My man is ready. Just make sure you turn the lights out. When all the lights get turned out, Shelby NYC, where were you 10 years ago? Good information. I know. Listen, I actually, people always think that I talk like this because I had a bad relationship or a bad marriage. People don't really know that I was thinking these thoughts before I got married. I really rolled the dice. I really looked at it as relationships and marriages like this before I got married. But I actually was one of those guys that said, oh, perhaps, perhaps she's the one. And I rolled the dice and then it crapped out. So it wasn't that I just had this epiphany later on. I was always like, I actually was going to write a book. And there's some people that can attest to this. When I was in my early 20s, I was going to write about how to do a modern marriage with new rules. And that was in 2000, 2001, 2000. And, no, it was like, the, like 99, 2000. I used to joke about it. I used to say, I'm going to write a book about prenups 
in a new marriages. That was in 1999. So this is why I can talk about this because I've already been talking about it even before I rolled the dice on a marriage and crapped out. It wasn't my fault neither. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Right. Mr. Radar says CGA going in the trenches to preach the truth. And by the way, yes, marriage is a self. That was a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, essentially. All right. Uh, let's see here. David says laughing my ass off when I hit my 30s. I got every he man. <laughs> I got every he man. Hey, trust me. I got money. I did the same thing, man. I was like, I ain't never going without. All right. Uh, Chuck Nasty Canard from the wire called Naaman a gump. I don't know what that's a reference to. All right. Uh, Mike Lee says she going to put a strap on that bear for show. She going to put that strap on and be riding that bear. Mr. Ghost J says right on the money coach with this one. Yes, we know women have a roster that they never get rid of. And ladies, if you want to dispute these things, go to your boyfriend and husband. Make sure he has access to all of your social media passwords, even your Snapchat and your Instagram DMs, and your secondary and tertiary Instagram accounts. Okay, will you do that, ladies? Ladies, do you do that? Ladies, with the husbands, does your husband, and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something right now. What, what, what a PUA or a dating coach will tell you, no, that's mate guarding, coach. That's mate guarding. Don't do it. Don't listen to these fools. Don't listen to these fools. It is not mate guarding. That's making sure your woman stays in her place. So does she have it? They got extra accounts and extra DMs and Snapchats and shit like that. That's one of the things you can use to vet them. We're going to get to that in a minute. You got to ask these hard questions. Now, do you have to check it every day? No, I wouldn't. All right, but when she gets froggy, <laughs> when she gets froggy, she's going to do it. Be like, who this dude? Now, I don't want to do shit like this. I don't have the time or energy for this. So I'm way past these things, but I know there's a lot of sucker for love ninjas out here. So I got to give you some content. I can't forget about you. You're going to get in these relationships and leave with your heart, listening to all kind of Mr. Telephone Man and shit. And if it is in love, why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? Well, if it is in love, Me, on the other hand, I tell women, I don't care what you do. Just bring that piece of leave when I need it and leave immediately afterwards. Like, you don't have to leave immediately, but don't get comfortable. Andres says, hey, coach, very glad I upped my game the last few years. He says this is, an encourage, this is to encourage others to do the same. I'm a truck driver for ABF. I think you have a page on here, don't you? Yeah, Mr. Bidemile in the building. I knew that was you. Hold on for a second. And that's you. I see your videos all the time. He says, I drive a truck for ABF Freight with a pension and free medical benefits for myself and my family. Looking to buy here in Apple Valley. Lots of space, great homes under $385,000 in California. Glad I did not leave. I love my state. Currently averaging $10,000 a month. Wait, is it $10,000 to $12,000 a month? Gross. Men, even if you have a woman and kids, do not allow her to make financial decisions. Very often men turn away from this job because their wife doesn't agree with them being away from home 
for days or two. Shout out to you. Insane. All right. That's Mr. Bottom Isle. He has a YouTube page as well. And he talks about his trucking. Damn. They kicked me out of PayPal. All right. I was trying to catch up. <laughs> they kicked me out of PayPal. Uh, let me see here. J Flo says at my job and these bitches called out sick. <laughs> oh my Lord. Poor you, man. All right. Let me do two more. Venmo is like, damn coach. Show me some love. I bet you my girl is over there. Shout out to, uh, you know, my girl, uh, shout out to Eric S. He says, coach Alini, you cracking me up over here. See you at the democratic fish fry. I can't wait to get some fish fried nuggets this weekend. All right. Fish fried nuggets for everybody. Kaylin, no, 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 no. The Jimmy ZTT is in the building. I got so many. I appreciate y'all brothers, man. Y'all kicking it in on Friday. He says the Jimmy ZTT says new, 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 new world. Order. The NW has a solid plan to help fight climate change through cutting back on cattle production. We know this, right? So the cattle's are farting. They want to cut it back. We're going to introduce healthy food alternatives that are both keto friendly and 74% dung beetle. Delicious, filled with fiber. And able to crawl to you if you get too lazy to get it to yourself. Remember, steak bad, German cockroaches, good. Yes. And people are going to, I know people are like, not people aren't going to do that. They're going to be selling it by the bag, by the boatloads, by the bundle. I'm going to do two Venmos, so give them some love. So they can donate again. They're going to be like, I ain't don't. Oh, shit. I pressed the wrong button. Now, I ain't donating no more. You don't read our chats over here. All right, two more, two more, two more. Hang tight. We're going to get to the how to vet women. That's coming up next. Five ways to vet women. Yes. Okay. Oh, it was okay. Shout out to no government name. It says, Coach, a woman I met on the app wasn't trying to give me any peace leave, but said we could be friends and I can be her mentor for real estate. Wow. Thank you for waking me up, Coach. And he says, Coach, I was just in Whole Foods and I see that you can sign up to pay with your palm through Amazon. Have you signed up yet? No. Nope. New, 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 new world order. All right, Travis Cook, I'm in my early 30s. Sorry for your government name, by the way. And I'm in fantastic shape. A 35-year-old normie chick flaked on our date today. But I am already have a 24-year-old schedule for tonight, just in case. She's one of my regulars and is an absolute pleasure. Normie dating can't compete with the dark side. It has no way of competing, ladies. This is the environment that's been created by feminism. So if you're pissed off that dudes are doing this, I always tell you guys, double book. I'd rather have the headache of double booking than the headache of a woman flaking. All right, I'd rather have that pressure. Damn, I got a 5 o'clock and a 7 o'clock. What am I going to do? As opposed to, I got a 5 o'clock, I'll be ready. I'm going to leave work early, go in my shower, go shower, shave, take a dump, put on my cologne and my clothes, and then... 445. Oh, you know what? My my grandmother's dog died. <laughs> you're like, holy shit. Really? Now what do I do? Now you're at home with your hand down your pants like Al Bundy. And she's somewhere getting her cheeks clapped. Here we go. Five ways to vet women for any possible way or however you want to use them. This isn't for just the sucker for love ninjas, but I'm going to give you some things to do. And it's going to be sort of a review for some people, but there's going to be some new nuggets, some fish fried nuggets in there. So do me a favor. Hit the like button in here. We got 19,000 people in here watching. 
This is going to be, and even if you're a free agent, if you're a guy, uh, I got money, pay for play guy, whatever. I got money. You still need to vet women. You still need to vet them. But because women are, unfortunately, unfortunately, the way they come into your life, they, they're destroyers. <laughs> I mean, they're, they've been, they're like heat-seeking missiles into your life. It could go well or it can completely blow your spot up. There's not many men that have had an in-between experience with women, meaning you broke up with them and then nothing happened afterwards. <laughs> like she didn't destroy you. Like I'm talking about relationships, not like hookups and player shit. Most of the time it's either doom destruction or they walked away, right? Or or they or they they tried to just mess your shit, shit up. So you're gonna leave with you're gonna leave with something. You're gonna leave with something. Um, here it is right here. Five ways. And ladies, ladies, before you get your panties in a bunch, I know you're gonna say this. Well, when men do and what about the men? There's one woman right now shouting off my screen. What about when the men? What about when the men? What you need to do is take your monkey ass to another channel or create another channel where you can have this conversation. This is a man-centric experience, meaning we're talking from the male perspective. This is Hafiz. You need to talk about when. No, I don't need to talk about a damn thing. There's plenty of YouTube channels where they talk about that shit. Take your ass over there. After my show ends, go over there, right? Go where the women are talking about when the men do things. Go ahead. I don't care. I mean, go get your balance, but I'm not going to go flip-flop back and forth. So, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> All right. Now that we got that out of the way, let's stick from the male centric position. Five ways to vet a woman for any way you want to use them. Wait, take notes, gentlemen. You young brothers, take notes. The first thing you need to do is when you meet a woman and you're going to believe everything about her is fantastic. All right. She's wonderful. She's a single mom. She's a wonderful human being. She's a philanthropist. She's a humanitarian. She's the Mother Teresa of single mothers. She's the Mother Teresa of black women. She's the best Kaylee in the world. She's going to be forever a Kaylee. She's wonderful. Her smell, her hair smell good. I like the way she comb her hair. Uh, I like the stylish clothes she wear. Uh, yeah, you, all of that shit. You're going to be like, just, you're going to be infatuated. The first thing you need to do before you sit down and give your commitment away, because you guys give commitment away like crazy. And this is how you lose because you never have leverage in the commitment. It's always you taking a raw ass deal, especially when you're young and you got nothing to leverage that again. You take a raw deal and you jump in quick and don't realize the value of your commitment. So the first thing, the first thing you're going to do before you sit down with her, before you vet her, is you're going to jerk off and or you're going to bang one of your lower end women on your roster before you meet with this woman. This is critical. This is a critical part of the vetting process. What you need to do is get that venom out because that venom is dumb disease for men. You're going to need to jag off once or twice. <laughs> Or bang a woman that is uglier than her, bust that nut, clear out the cobwebs. All right, that's stupid juice for men. 
Because what that is, you're going to listen and believe everything she's going to say when you got that venom in your body. Now, certain dudes don't think you should be jerking off, but this right here, this right here is going to save your life because everything that she's going to say to you when you're vetting her, when you got stupid juice in your brain and in your body and in your ball sack, everything's going to sound wonderful. Oh, my God. Wow. Damn. Oh, she's the best. But if you bust that nut and you meet with her, you're going to be sitting around like this looking at her. You don't say, huh? Really? <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting. Get that stupid juice up out of your body and then meet with her immediately after that stupid juice. You ain't going to be pining for her. You ain't going to believe shit she's saying. It's going to sound like wah, 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 wah. You get a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Clap her cheeks out. <laughs> Seven o'clock, clap her cheeks out. Ditch her. Be out the door by 8.30. Meet with that girl at nine. Meet with your unicorn at nine and see if you feel the same way you would have felt with her with all that venom in your body. You're going to be like, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to take it back to the crib, I really don't. Are you done with your drink? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, you don't want to meet? Okay, good. You're going to go home and tuck. You're going to tuck yourself right in the bed. And all that shit that she said is going to sell right over your head. She has no power over you. She has no power to manipulate, no power to spit no goofy ass shit. You're going to be, you're going to be clear. Your mind's going to be clear and you're, you're going to be satisfied. You're like, well, at least I don't have to throw it. You're not going to throw it out there. This is why we have what we call the five archetypes of men. Why the gentleman, why the gentleman archetype is the guy that can't be fooled because he already has girls. He already has his old. He already has satisfaction. And so when the next woman comes over there with playbook number one, two, and three, all right, let me run this on this goofy ass dude. She puts number one, two, and three on you, and he's still sitting there looking at her like, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. All they do is either they be sitting there like this nervous as hell. Damn, what's play number four? All right, just take your panties off. Or what's play number four? Just leave. Oh, I don't like him. All right. They, they, they don't have nothing after that. But you're sitting over there satisfied. You're like, okay, so what the hell are you talking about? What? <laughs> right, you don't know. You'd be like, you're trying to make sense. And then you start going into these next ways of vetting them. So the true power is play number three. No, play number four. Just take your panties off. All right. He ain't going for none of this. Let me just. Here, you want these? Throw it at his face. He's just like, all right, here we go. Ten toes up. They got nothing. <laughs> all right, that's way number one. Take notes. Um, Way number two that you vet your women is you perform a feminist exorcism on them. Perform a feminist exorcism on them. Now, people are like, what is a feminist exorcism? Well, all women have this relationship with feminism like they really think it's somewhat evil, but they still kind of latch on to some of these tropes subconsciously and consciously. And they know when to hide it and tuck it away when they're trying to get what they want. So they'll be like, I'm not one of those blue haired 
crazy liberal libtard feminist. She won't say she's one of them. I don't believe in this stuff, and I don't believe in this stuff, and that and it. Now, what she's giving you is lip service. She will believe in these things when there's convenience to believe in them, right? Like if you say something like, you know, you believe in, I believe in equality to all people and all of this shit. And you'd be like, well, do you believe women should get in the nightclubs for free? Absolutely. You're about to exercise the demon. You're about to exercise the demon. What you need to do is ask questions to drive out that feminist. Drive out those feminist narratives. It's going to really make you go limp. Some dudes, some dudes are sucker for loves and they believe in the fem. Oh, I believe in the equal partnership. Oh, I believe in the equal partnership too. Ruben Stutter looking ninja. All right. Oh, I want an equal partnership. You want an equal partnership. You have a job. You have a career. Fantastic. Coach, career women are fantastic. What are you talking about? They're equal partners. We have equal access to the money we're going to build. And he marries a full-fledged feminist. And then he's going to get screwed. Then she's going to handpick his, handpick his ass. So you want to drive out the feminist. You want to do the exorcism. You want to ask her tough questions. You want to ask her what she believes about equality. You want to ask her to believe, you know, you want to get her pinned in on a double standard early, early in the game. You want to talk about that wage gap and then debunk it right there. Don't be scared, gentlemen. See, the dudes that are scared to do this, you have one-itis, right? You're, you're really playing from a non-leveraged position. You want to mention some shit like that. You know, the wage gap is a myth. She'd be like, I'm sorry, what? That feminist about to come out. Hair about to stand up. You want to throw that shit out there? <laughs> the wage gap. What a myth. It's despicable that people think about that. Get that feminist out. She's going to be like, oh, shit. <sighs> She's going to try to hide it. <laughs> okay. Keep the feminist in you. Don't. Don't trick, don't get triggered. Yeah, somebody said mention Andrew Tate. You know, that Kevin Samuels is a genius. <laughs> Just reel it on out. You don't have to believe it. Just you want to do it. You want to get that feminist exorcist, that demon out. Get that demon out. My body, my choice. What about men's rights? <laughs> Yo, that shit, she gonna blow up. She gonna blow up like Roger Rabbit. You'd be like, I knew that shit was in there. I knew you had the demon in you. I knew it. Then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. You're not going to get caught up later. Guys, the demon is in there. The demon is in there. You want to make sure you get that demon out good and early. Have her head twisting and vomit coming right out of her mouth. You'd be like, thank you very much. That's all I needed to know. And then skedaddle. <laughs> skedaddle. Don't be scared, guys. Don't be. Trust me. Don't be scared. If you don't agree with some of these tropes of society, which have been normalized by normies, but you think this woman's presenting them, I'm traditional, I'm conservative, I voted Trump, I don't eat Democratic fish fried nuggets, I believe in traditional home, I believe in cooking and cleaning. She gonna say all of that bullshit. You're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just exercise the demon. Now, she passes a couple of tests. Probably three is the limit. Uh, but um, most single mothers going to fail in one. They don't have any time to waste. So they're going to hear one of your exorcist demons right there. She's going to flip immediately. Just get rid of her now. All right. What do you think about? Oh, 
God damn. Right. I think that Nancy, Nancy Pelosi is a joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. She going to be sent to the moon. What? Yeah. Just give her out. All right. So that's number two. All right. Number two. Number three. This is for men who mess with women on dating apps. And she's from another town. You live in Los Angeles. She moved from Atlanta. Or something like this. Now, we know that these women are suspect. They're they're hiding something. Not many women leave from one state to the other, and they didn't do no damage and no dirt in the previous state or city. And if they move from a hot box city with the, where the STD rate is crazy and they fornicate like it's Sodom and Gomorrah, you know some shit went left. So if you meet a woman... She says, hi, yeah, how you doing? Oh, I'm a, I'm a Southern Belle. I'm a traditional Southern Belle girl from Atlanta. The next question you ask is going to reveal all the truth you need. Now, she don't have to say anything to answer this question. But you're going to get from her reaction to the question all you need to know. And the question is this. Here's the question. You guys ready? Write this down. She says, I just moved from Atlanta to Los Angeles. Oh, interesting. What are you running from? But don't say it like you're investigating. Oh, really? Just be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. You just got here a few months ago. <laughs> what are you running from? Now, just say it as a joke. Don't say it like you're, oh, what are you running from, you demon woman? Just ask her, what are you running from? And just smile. Now, her reaction, nine times out of ten, is going to be, <laughs> she's going to giggle. She's going to laugh. She's never going to say, what do you mean? What am I running from? She knows exactly what that question means. And it could be a whole bunch of shit. But you're acknowledging this suspect that you would move from another area and you're a certain age and you just ended up here. You don't even have to ask, why did you move here? ask what are you running from <laughs> and let her see what the hell's going on nine out of ten she's running from something child uh, a child custody she lost child custody she's restarting her life or she's an older woman her kids now she's an empty nester and her kids are out there fumbling through life she can come over here now after whatever she ran from her ex-husband or whatever over here eventually her kid is going to move in with her Right when you commit to her, you're going to commit to her relationship. She got 18 and 19 year old people out here, uh, daughter selling feet pictures and the daughter's going to fall on her face and move in with you after you commit with her. Um, if she's if she's a younger girl, 25 to 35, she's running from the marketplace that she's already she's already ran through all the guys there in San Diego. Now she's in Kansas City. She running from a bad reputation. Everybody know who she is. She's running from the damn collection agencies. She running from the telephone man. She running from her parents. Eventually, y'all, my mom and dad is tripping if she's young. Met an 18-year-old girl on the dark side, and she came from Atlanta or, no, sorry, Dallas to Las Vegas, and I hit her with the what you running from immediately. Well, my father, he was abusive. <laughs> He yelled at me. And now you realize what she's doing. You were like, I see why you was getting yelled at. Okay. But they're running from something. They're running from something that they came from a city. They was like, I'm starting over life. Sisterhood of the traveling pants. 
That's what you always ask them and ask it in a kind of a comedian way. You must be running from something. What are you running from? You running from anything? Always ask that question. Next one. Next one. These are, this is just quick vetting. You don't have to dig on this one. She's going to tell you her reaction to that. Most of the time, she's going to um, use you as a therapist. Okay. Uh, next one is going to be, <laughs> she running from the thousand bodies. Yes. Uh, the next one is going to be, um, oh, this is a good one. If you're meeting a woman for the first time or second time, and you meet her at a restaurant, you meet her here, she's like, oh, well, you like, can I pick you up? No, I'll meet you there. She meets you there. After the evening's over and you're just getting to know her, this is what you're going to do. You're going to suggest that you walk her to her car. I'll walk you to your car. This right here is going to tell you a whole bunch about this woman. First of all, if you met her there and you didn't pick her up, she's going to just meet you there. Many times she took an Uber over there. She didn't even drive no car. She got dropped off by her sister, her homie, her roommate. She ain't got no car. And that right there is going to tell you this is a broke bitch. Okay? Because, because she was in there talking about all that shit. She's an entrepreneur. She all of this and she independent and all whatnot. She ain't even got no car. That's going to be number one. Number two, let's say she has a car. And she talked all of that shit about equality, all of that entrepreneur lash business, all of that shit and this and that. I believe men should pay the bill and the tab and all that. We're we going to get through all that. You're going to walk her to that car. What you're going to see is a Kentucky Fried Chicken dust bucket. All right, that's what you're going to see. Nine times out of ten, you're going to see that. Nissan Altima at best. Very rare opportunity that you're going to see a Mercedes C-Class. That's if you're in the upper echelon like myself. I mess with broads, and I walk them to Mercedes C-Classes. All right. Now, I know when I see that C-Class, that's a broke bitch. That C-Class is definitely on repo notice. That C-Class definitely back on um, um, modified car payments right now. But most of the time, the majority of us, when you mess with low-class uh, skeezers, they got that Nissan Altima at best. What you're going to see, the condition, now you're going to judge the condition of the car. Or the BMW 3 Series. Yeah, the 3 Series BMW Mercedes C-Class. That's if you're messing with, you know, uh, high-end sugar babies. Now, you're going to see her car. I want you to walk the perimeter of that car. Go by the quarter panel, side panel, the side door, all of that shit. Walk the perimeter. This is just the initial investigation. But don't investigate it. Don't look. Look at them tires. Look at them tires. Now, if you see the treads of the tires peeking through them tires, if you see them tires looking like race licks, you know this a broke bitch. She don't take care of her business. If you see duct tape holding the trunk down, if you see that red taillight tape all in the back of the taillight, If you see it ain't got no car wash, no armor all on the tires. You see it got brake dust all in the hubcaps. The windshield is cracked. Windshield wipers don't can't wipe a damn thing off the damn thing. You know she don't take care of her responsibility. Now, he said pop the hood. Now, let's say she passes that test. 
Let's say she passes that test. Coach, man, I walked into her car. Her car was clean as a whistle. The bumper wasn't hanging off. No duct tape on the bumper. Nothing. Okay, you got you one. You got you one. Ask her to give you a ride back to your car. Hey, man, I walked you to my car, but my car is clear across the parking lot from Fleming's. Can you give me a ride back? Can you give me a ride back? Now you're going to find out. You're going to open up that door. That door, passenger side door, creak, knee, armor all, all on the door. You're going to look at the floorboard of that vehicle, front seat, back seat. You're going to see an absolute disaster. You're going to see a disaster. You're going to be like, God dang, clothes on it with the tags, high heel shoes, pajamas, used up panties, condom wrappers, fast food cartridges, cartridges. You're going to smell marijuana smoke, vape pipe pins everywhere. You're going to be like, Lord, have mercy. Wigs, Timberland boots. Then you're going to get in the car in the seat. You're going to get in the car. You're going to sit in the car and the seat going to be like this here. If you get in the car in the seat like this here, You know that this woman is in these streets. That's a big red flag. You sit in that freaking seat and it's pulled all the way to the back. And it's got all the way. It's got enough leg room for a six foot three person. You know who been sitting in that seat. Mm. Now, ask her to start the vehicle. Zoom. She start that mug up. You're going to see a cloud of dust. Out the back, oil, engine oil burning. Then you're going to look at that dashboard. Look at her dashboard when all the lights light up, when the lights light up. Okay. Then wait about seven seconds when the lights go off and look at what lights remain on that dash. Check engine light, service necessary light on. Emergency brake all held on. (laughs) <laughs> emergency brake light on you like you know your emergency you riding on your emergency brake you know your check engine light is on look at her license plate tags and see what year that car got updated on the license plate and the fuel is on e the fuel is way past the e so you like i like there's no you riding on fumes the 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 fuel is on the e you can't even see the e in that line right there, it's slightly past the E. <laughs> you're going to be like, it's, it's all you need to know. You're just going to look at her. You're just going to be looking at her like this. Look, again, remember, you got the venom out already. So you think it with your clear head. You're going to be looking at her like. Then as she. Puts her car in the transmission, all right? She shifts it from the P to the R or the D. Listen to the car. Engine squeaking brakes just a cheek. When she stop at the stop side to get to your ski, engine brake. Just look at her and be like, your life is a catastrophe. You're a walking train wreck. (laughs) You're... 
you're a accident waiting to happen. <laughs> he said, engine knocking, the engine knocking. You like, oh man, God dang. Yeah, man. That's a get that's game right there. That's game. Transmission just as soon as she stopped at the, the stop sign, transmission slip, slip. <laughs> oh, somebody said, don't forget about the music. Yep. Listen to what music she listened to. She listened to the uh Glorilla and City Girls. You like, oh boy. <laughs> this is gonna be crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, she riding on the donut. You walk around the perimeter, she got the donut. Hey, man, uh, how long you been riding on this donut? Uh, about six months. <laughs> so that's game. How to vet a woman? Just take her to, can I, uh, can I get a ride back? You get in her car, it's going to tell you everything you need to know. And if you want, pop the trunk. If you really want to see a disaster, that nine out of ten, go look in that trunk. Go look in that trunk. Or there's going to be something she didn't realize. I'd be like, you realize you need to do, oh, I didn't realize that. You need to rotate these tires. There's always going to be something. <laughs> All right, let's the next one. All right, so we got one, how many more? Two more, three more. Then we'll get to the rest of the Super Chats. Yeah, three more. Um, You're going you're gonna to question her decision-making skills. But don't do it. Don't do this as an intimidation. You have to do this in a conversation. Okay. So she might say, my, my, you know, if you're messing with single mothers, oh, my, my baby daddy's a deadbeat daddy. I'm like, man, that's interesting. Oh, he don't do nothing. He don't see the kids. He don't do any of these things. Like, wow, that's interesting. Um, does he have custody of the kids? Now she might get defensive. Nah, he don't do. He don't never see him. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, did he, did he take you to court or did you take him to court to get custody from the kids? That's going to be telling. A lot of guys don't ask that. They just say the dad left and he's a deadbeat. What were, were you in court? I mean, why would you why would you keep the kids 100% of the time if you were looking for a man, right? Because this is a woman that may want a relationship, but she has her kids um uh but uh, 26 out of 30 days. She has her kids 26 out of 30 days. And you're like, doesn't sound like you have enough time to be in a relationship. Why why would you be pursuing a relationship when you have your kids full time? These are legit que questions. What would you offer a guy when you have your kids 26 days out of 30? How possibly can you be in a relationship? No, they're going to do a lot of shuffling, right? Well, we can get our kids involved. We can get together. We can potentially move in. People are doing this as that uh, disaster. Or ask them, well, if you guys went to court and you, could, uh, you went to court, he wanted to fight for custody and he only got visitations. Do you have him on child support? Like, Put it in the context of the conversation. You have him is are you getting child support from him now this is kind of like exercising the feminist demon as well because if she says it's none of your business you'd be like obviously you don't want a relationship with me these are legit questions a person in a relationship needs to know these questions i, I don't need to know what i'm getting into is he on child support either way she answers it is going to be fucked up if she's on child support and she's if she's not on child support no why would you not have him on child support <laughs> okay, why would you not put him on child support? That, that's a legit question. Because she's going to be like, I'm struggling. And it's hard to do what I need to do. Well, why don't you put him on child support? Or if she says, yes, I have him in child support. You just now know that this is a government attached, fake 
faux, strong and independent woman who previously probably was claiming she does it on her own, but yet she gets child support. So you're going to bust her ass. Just bust her chops. Dude, you're not losing anything. Trust me. You're not losing anything. If you think you wanted to get laid, I already told you how to get laid. Jerk off before you meet her or bang one of your low-quality roster chicks and then come to her and ask her these questions. You're going to hear shuffling. Well, I work at the AutoZone part-time, and I'm thinking about being the OnlyFans model. You'd be like, yeah, but why would you do that? You know that's going to mess. Or you ask her... um, you ask your situations of situations where we're going to talk about next. How do you think you're going to go about becoming an OnlyFans model? How are you going to do that? Just ask her. I'm going to get, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to find a woman that got no plan. She has no plan. She hasn't thought any steps through. She has no action plan, no marketing plan, no business plan, nothing. She just think I'm going to just start posting. This is a, it's a, a dumbass. Dumbass. I'm thinking about getting a BBL. That would be stupid, but why would you do that? You know, you're only going to attract low-quality men if you do something like that. So let's go to the next one. Again, that, that, that step is question her decision-making. Whatever decision she says, never go buy it. A lot of guys see these decisions, and you see these red flags. She's announcing red flags like crazy, and you don't challenge them. You never be like, hmm, that's interesting. Why would you decide to do that rather than this? Just curious. <laughs> You're going to find out she's lost. The next one, offer her help. Offer her help in something that she's doing. Okay. I'm thinking start an eyelash business. Oh, that's interesting. I can help. I actually have a business. Perhaps I can make you formulate a business plan. What you want to do is frame it as work because all of these women got delusions of grandeur. They're always going to be a CEO or a future entrepreneur or some shit like that. Or they're going to want to do work on their house. They want to go and become a real estate agent or whatever they got in their mind that they're thinking to do. They're going to be trading cryptocurrency or whatever the current thing is. Oh, really? I have experience in that. I used to be a real estate agent. Um, what you want to do is frame it as work. I can help you with that. Here's what we're going to do. And you start laying out steps that she's going to do. And that girl's eyes are going to cross over and glaze. Cross. She's going to go cross-eyed on you immediately. Because she hasn't thought any of this shit through. Oh, you're going to need a business plan. How are you going to market? I know how to do all of this stuff. Why don't we get together and we can put a business plan together? You know how she's going to think she's going to get her business off the ground? She's going to push a couple of posts on social media and then have sugar daddies paying for the rest of it. Make it sound like work. Make it sound like you can help her. Oh, man, I can help you with that. You want to do an OnlyFans? Fantastic. This is what you can do. I hope you with that. I have all the lightings. I have a great studio. You can come to my place. You can shoot all the content. All right. Um, you can use it every day. You can shoot, but what I would suggest to you is, you know, I can help you manage it. I'm a social media person. Um, I would have you posting every single day. Every day on the hour, this hour, you post at 9, 12 p.m. and 6 p.m. Every single day. Cross-eyed. She's going to be cross-eyed immediately. 
She ain't got no plan to do no shit like that. If she do, she's going to fall flat on her face. Why? Because it's going to sound like work. They want to do the easy thing. Okay. You also are going to find out she don't want to take no instruction. I've had several women say, you know, I need mentorship in this. I want to do this. I want to open a business. Oh, that's great. I've opened several businesses. I want to teach you how to turn your. I can teach you how to uh, formulate an LLC. You need to get your LLC paperwork. You need to open these two bank accounts. You need to get a fictitious business owner name. You need to make sure you have an accountant and blah, 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 blah. And what she's going to do. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I know. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. I know. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. The bitch going to be all I know. I know. I know. And she ain't going to have a dollar to her name. She's going to be riding around on a donut for six months. And she knows, but she ain't going to do a damn thing. You won't see her for two months and she'll still be in the same spot. She'll be in the same position. She won't have put nothing, no paperwork, filled nothing out. She'll be asking you for $200. You think you got $200 two weeks later Ain't took no instruction. And if a woman can't take instruction, she headed for self-destruction. That's a key thing. If she says she's going to do something, say, I can help. And then start giving her instructions. That girl going to glaze up. Oh, no, no, hell no. Mm. Oh, yeah, I really need to do that. I really need to do that. Oh, why don't we meet next time? I can help you with it. I bet you next time you text her, she going to go ghost on you. She ain't want that shit. No, no, hell no. <laughs> what she wants you to do is do it. Help me do it. She wants you to do it. Fill out all the paperwork, do all the shit, jump through all the hoops, drop all the money so she can run around here saying she's an entrepreneur. Dude, this is how you pull your whole car. I've done this to plenty of these young girls running around here saying they want to be entrepreneurs and want mentorship and all that shit and start OnlyFans and be a stripper and, and start a lash business. And I pull that same shit on them. Be a real estate agent. I pull the same shit. Oh, I got a real estate license. I do this. I can help you with that. I can point you in the right direction. I can introduce you to somebody. They are not going to do a damn thing. Nine out of 10, they're going to be standing in the right place. And two weeks later, ask you for $100 in an emergency. Mm. It's depressing. It's scandalous. <laughs> it's crazy. You'd be like, now, you don't have to help them. I'm just telling you, put it out there. All these women have delusions of grandeur that they're going to do this and just jump on Instagram and start making money, despite the fact that the market's flooded. Like, okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you exactly what to do. And then I show them my followers that I bought. I show them my followers and tell them how long it took me to get it, what I had to do. I show them it. I show them that I've been viral several times. And them chicks, they start going like, damn, this ninja going to make me work. <laughs> it's crazy. Last one. And we'll get to all the super chats. This is how you're gonna do this is how you're gonna better. Yeah, they say they say they do this. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. They hate work. Frame every bit of help as work. Oh, we're gonna do this together. Sit down right here. Let's go ahead. They ain't gonna do it. They're gonna start shuffling. I had a woman who had her whole, she had her own salon. I went to her salon. She had her own salon. And then she had an apartment kind of connected to it. In a, for a different door. It was in the middle of Los Angeles, downtown LA. So she had her business up. One day I go see her. I show up. She's on her period, of course. 
She's rolling up marijuana joint. She's rolling up a joint with a pile of marijuana right here. She says, ah, oh, you know, I meant to tell you I'm on my period. I was like, bitch, you knew that. So I'm headed out the door. Oh, I know, I know. Before you leave, I need $200. Bitch is begging. I'm sitting here. Of course, she got in a car accident and totaled her car. She had the pictures and everything to show me. I'm like, oh, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, bruh, she's sitting in her. I'm sitting in her business. I'm like, this doors are going to be shuttered immediately you ain't gonna have this business for long i bet you if i look up this business right now it's closed for business this shit is real life they're out here hanging on by a string sir i'm in a bind Nate. they out here your rent's due motherfucker i'll be like y'all out here struggling and they be looking for the one dude that's gonna finance the project behind the scene i'm like you got $200 in marijuana right there on your desk. <laughs> on your desk is $200 of marijuana. And you want $200 from me? What are we doing? And now she has no car, of course, because she cracked it. She probably didn't have no insurance on it. And her life is a damn catastrophe. And their way out is a man. The way out is a man. I got money. You're like, wow. This is why you can't really, and I know there's some women here, these are the type of women you meeting. Eh, I don't want to hear that bullshit. That's the same as, there's good women out there, you just got to look. No, we're not playing that game, ladies. We're not going to play that game. We're not playing that game. We'll just listen to the context. You guys know you, if you're not this woman, you got friends like and relatives and cousins and nieces and daughters and other friends just like this woman. I don't want to hear the bullshit. I got money. <laughs> They always want to throw that out there. No, no, no. <laughs> Last one is pull her whole card. Pull her whole card. Now, you know, everybody's out here in these streets. In streets. If you want virgins, that ship is sailed, sir. Uh, but the way you pull her whole card is to act like you a hoe. Don't act like you're a virgin. Don't act like you don't got chicks on the side. Don't act like you love missionary, marital missionary. Don't act like you're inexperienced with sex. What you want to do is get her on her dark side. You want to pull that dark side out. I told you this earlier. One of the things that you're going to say to her um, is reference something a little bit dark. Not perverted, though. Not perverted. A lot of women are into dark things like... Fifty Shades of Grey, a little bit of BDSM, a little bit of subdom, a little bit of uh, uh, all of that. So many women have experienced stuff like this, or they're curious about it. They listen to that Rihanna song, whips and chains and something, something, bump, bump, beat up, bump. They, they kind of want to do that shit. They've read Fifty Shades of Grey. They saw the movie. They saw all three versions of the movie. So they're not ignorant anymore. They're not ignorant of this. Many of them participated in threesomes, orgies. Um, what do you call it? Swinging. They all, many of them have this experience. 
what you want to do is you want to talk about this and kind of reference it up front and suggest that you can be just as debaucherous. You know, you look like the type of person that would love to be degraded or reference something like that. I wouldn't really get into a type of boring, vanilla type of relationship. I'm into degrading women. Now, this could go one or two ways. It could go, number one, if she's still trying to act like she's never heard of shit like this. What are you talking about? This is disgusting. You know she a boring chick or she lying. Number two, she's going to ask, what type of degrading are we talking about here? What do you mean what type of degrading are we talking about here? Like how far, how dark? Hmm. You mean handcuffs? I really don't like my hands cuffed, but my feet maybe. I don't like to be beaten on, but choked just a little bit. Just a little. You mean a little choking? You mean hair pulling? What are we talking about here? Switch chandelier? <laughs> Suffocating, punching? What are we talking about here? It's whipping? Do you want me to be your dom and you be the sub? What is it? What were you talking about? The degrading, you say? Some women will be like interested. They're going to be like, so you pull her whole card. You realize where she is. You, you realize what's up. In these streets. The days where a woman's completely dumb and oblivious is gone. Many of these women today, they've either watched prawn when they were young, like middle school young. They've actually started being curious. They have phones. They started being curious. They started messing with older boys. They started making dating app profiles when they were 16 and 17 or even younger. They saw prawn. They've discovered it. They've, they've been dipping into um they've been dipping into the underground not all but a lot of them have a lot of them ex experienced some of these things a lot of them mess with pookies that degraded them and many of them like it they prefer it actually they've been they got toys they got rabbits and bunnies and bullets don't think that these women that i met this perfect girl she's traditional She's plain. She doesn't wear makeup. She's got a little dress on. Oh, she's wonderful. These be the freaks. These be the freaks. They've been tied up in handcuffs. Trust me, I've tied up in handcuffs, people. It's young. They've done it. They've done it well before you even thought about doing it. So with this being said, when you come in, yo, oh, Ron F., the grape fantasies. That's another one. That's another one. It's hard to talk about. I think I talked about it. The great fantasies. Yes. Many of them do fantasize about it, either in a situation where they fear it or they're curious about it. Uh, some of these women have been uh, tag teamed and trust me, not all, but enough of them have. You want to pull that whole card out early. So you can then put her in her proper place. If you want to have fun with her, have fun with her. If you want to see, well, this she's not wife material. If you want to judge her based on her past. Yes, it is. So these are things. Let me go over them real quick and do all the super chats. Um, number one was jerk off or hit a side chick before you meet a girl that you're considering. And that's for your girlfriend material so you can get that venom out. Number two, perform a feminist exorcism on them. Exercise the feminist demon so you can see who she really is. 
She can't hide it for very long, but you don't want her to hide it too long as to destroy you. Number three, if she moved from another town, ask her what she's running from. Number four, walk around her car. Ask her, tell her you're going to walk her to her car or tell her you're going to drop her off at her apartment. It's going to be on the CD side of town and it's going to be some trash shit. Okay. You'll be like, damn, you're going to pull up in her driveway and everybody's going to see your 911 in here and be like, who the hell they picking up? They're going to see her little ass walk out. You'll <laughs> be like, damn, I guess she turning tricks to live in this little ass shitty apartment. All right. Um, walk around her car. Number one, two, three, four, five is going to be question her decision-making skills immediately. All right. This is an abundance mindset. Number the next one, offer her help and make it frame it as work. And she's going to see, you're going to see she's full of shit, most likely in her entrepreneurial endeavors. And then catch up with her two months down the line. She hasn't taken any action steps towards entrepreneurial or getting a real estate license or nothing. Getting a passport, nothing. Did you get your passport yet? Ah, I need $160 or $102. Can you give me the $200 to fill out the passport form? I keep missing the appointment date. You don't see she's a lazy woman. Um, or she wants you to do all the work. The next one, pull her whole card. This is all you need to know. All you need, you're going to find out everything you need to know. All right. And then when you realize that, you can put her in her proper place. And remember, not all, not all of these people are relationship material out here. You have to qualify them. There it is right here. The levels of mate qualification scrolling across your screen. Don't qualify them. She does not qualify. All right. This is too much. You don't qualify. I've I've disqualified a lot of women, attractive women, young women. And I'm like, ain't worth it. The next one is she. she's a service provider. All right, the best she is is somebody that I can pay for a good time. Come here, Sally. Here it is. Here's 250 bucks. Go ahead and go ahead and try to pay your cell phone bill now before they cut it off. Remember, there's guys out here that say, I'll never let a woman keep money as if she's going to get rich on your dime. I'm going to let you guys know this one time. Men who say they'll never let women keep money are controlling narcissist jerks. Number one, they're scared that the woman's going to get rich on their dime, which is false. It's false. Women do not get rich off a of 250, 300, 600, a thousand dollars. You can give them, you can give them for every week a thousand bucks and they'll be broke in the next day. They ain't got, they ain't going to get rich, bro. So don't think she's going to get rich on you. And then all of a sudden then Trump you. <laughs> Women be getting handed over money left and right, hand over fist, and they be broke by next day. I don't care how much money you give them. They'll be broke by next day. They ain't getting rich over on you. They're not getting over on you. <laughs> They're not getting... That money is already spent. And she will, she will not do anything else. Like if you give a, let's just say, I'm, I'm just using this as an example. If you said, I'll give you a thousand dollars a week, just come over here three times a week and clean my pipes. She will quit every job that she has. She will quit every sugar daddy that she has. She will lay up in her bed, petting the kitten until she needs to see you. And then she'll see you and then she'll get the money and it's spent already. She ain't going to be on no hustle. She ain't going to be like, all right, I'm going to get four of these gumps and then I'm going to make $12,000 a month. She ain't going to do that. She ain't getting rich on you. She ain't getting rich off of you or eight people. She's going to be like, all right, $4,000. That looks like that makes my, that meets my obligations for the month. She won't lift a finger the rest of the month. 
<laughs> Don't ever think they're going to get rich on you or rich off of you. It ain't never going to happen. She ain't going to sock away the money. I'm going to sock away the money. And then all of a sudden, if I do this for 36 months, I'll invest it. I'll watch the market. I'll buy things. I'll pay rent in advance. She's not going to do any of that. She's going to be broke by the next day. Trust me. Trust me. Never, never fear that. And the, the way you don't fear it is you make that drop to her seem meaningless to you. It's meaningless to me. It's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket. You like, pfft. but to her, it's going to be everything. And it's the only thing she's going to do. Straight to the mall, straight to Starbucks, straight to the damn Whole Foods, straight to paying her cell phone bill off. He says, I tried that experiment. It's true. Never think, never think they ain't getting rich off of you. All right. The next thing is uh practice. You can be like, okay, you're, you're good enough for me to see you just for a little bit. Practice them. The next one, concubine and harem. Concubine and harems are financed women. These are women that you keep. Finance them, you pay their rent, you protect them, you shelter them, you keep them away from other dudes, and you have them there for your need. All right. Don't ever think a concubine is just a, a a street floozy. That would be a service provider or a woman that's a practicer. A concubine is what a lot of millionaires and NBA players have in every city. They pay their rent, they pay their car note, they pay their bills, and they're only supposed to be accessing that person that's paying it. They're not supposed to be having three and four dudes doing this. Women who do that, try to get three and four men to provide for them. They don't, they, they go broke, but a guy that has a concubine or a harem, he'll pay the bills directly. He'll, he'll pay the bills directly to her. He'll make sure she's housed and make sure she got a dependable car. And some guys don't want, that's not your life. You don't want that. But that's a qualification. You can be like, all right. And then you make sure all she has to worry about is making sure she's pretty for when you show up to the city. right? You make sure she's pretty. Make sure she's available. You're only available to me. You only do this. Now, that can go left, too. Okay. Make sure she's a regular. That's a qualification. If she's a pretender, lying woman with a whole bunch of baggage, like Erica Badu, like the bag lady, those are pretenders. She's faking like she's relationship material and she's nowhere close, but you can keep her as a pretender. All right. And then the last one is she's a contender. Not many women are Claire Huxtable. She's a contender to be wifed. She can, she's a contender to be a, in a relationship. Not many women qualify for that. All right. That's, that's what you're going out to do. Now, MGTOW would be like, don't mess with any of these girls, right? We're, we now, you know, we're not teaching that. There's a place for all of them. And those are one of the places when you're, when you're meeting them, what place can I put them in? How can I get them there? Qualify them, vet them, then place them. And if you don't want to deal with her, that's a place. You don't have to take every offer. You don't. All right. Wow. Thank you for that, brothers, man. South girl era. Claire Huxable was an undercover feminist. Yeah, she was. All right, I'm going to start PayPal because those are the that's the slow one. Thank you for the contributions. We ready for Friday. We ready for Friday. Stay safe out there, gentlemen. Don't be desperate. 
And money is no money is not the answer always either. All right. Did I get Mr. Hardaway? I think I got him. Did I get Kalen? Let me click it. I'm afraid to click it. Then I got it already. Kalen says it's embarrassing how easy women get sex in comparison to men. He says men never brag another dude's men never bang another dude's girlfriend or wife. Really? That's not true. But um, I don't know if it's embarrassing. It's supposed to be women are supposed to get access to sex or uh, easy. I don't know if it's embarrassing. But men underestimate how easy it is. Kaylin says, how's it going, coach? And what ways do you think feminism has ruined women sexually from both a physical and mental standpoint? Um, well, that's just a pair bonding argument. Let me see. Yeah, we're very close to the end. Did I get Mr. Hardaway doubled up? Coach, you know, I lived in Vegas for five years and been to all the ritzy clubs. The thing is, a lot of women that go to the clubs, usually you can usually hit. If, number one, you have a pill or a potion. Number two, she is the black sheep out of her friends and doesn't want to be there. Number three, she's bad, shit, drunk, and incoherent, which is dangerous. And number four, she's a substitute, which there are plentiful on the strip. As you, you mean a substitute, and you probably figured that out. And other dudes, he says, wait a minute, LOL. Other than that, the odds of you pulling a girl out of Las Vegas clubs are about the same as getting struck by lightning, game or not. I would tell gang guys, this is just Chad and Tyrone on steroids or money on steroids. It's, this is a tough place to operate. This is a tough place to operate, especially when you don't, you don't know the ins and outs and the outs and ins. Don't, if you have no game in Tupelo, do not come to Vegas and run game. You're going to be standing out watching on the sides. And it, it's expensive. It's going to be expensive for you. Uh, coach, I've been to the Philippines and it's on and cracking $100 of our money is like $4,500 of their money. Pesos, the finest women could be had in Manila for 500 pesos. You can't lose. Can't wait to go back. And for that price, they would stay to you. Tell them to leave. And they're very agreeable. All right. He running through them out there. My man is in the Philippines. <laughs> Shout out to my Filipino wife out there. Passport bros booking flights right now. They like, what? But what he's saying is true, and many people have talked about it. You can call people you can call people tricks if you want. All right, but um, people have been doing that for, I will say, centuries, <laughs> right? People have taken boats to go to these places before there were airlines. So trust me, this is not new. Caitlin says, I've said this before. If a woman truly loves her man, other men would be invisible to her. Women don't love you. They are not loyal to you. All right, Caitlin, man. Caitlin be over there going crazy, man. He be over there trying to lay down that. But in essence, it's a harder way to say what we've just been saying. All right. Um, Kevin says, I read an article that the Biden administration is trying to make it easy to erase student loans via bankruptcy. Mm. I don't think it'll ever happen. And by the way, he doesn't have the house anymore. So that's a pipe dream. Uh, once they lose the house, once they have a, a balanced government per se, whatever Biden says he's going to do ain't going to happen. All right. So everybody knows that he's in lame duck position now. Shout out to Newski says beyond impossible need is packed with soy and a lot of fake stuff. Watch out. Also, the U.S. is destroying the topsoil. We grow crops on because of pesticides. It's going to run out 
So learn how to grow and live off the land. That's why I'm trying to get to my acreage. Mm. I'm trying to get to the acreage, man. I'm trying to get to the ranch. I'm trying to get to the ranch. That's my goal. I'm trying to get off this. Uh, trying to get off the system per se. My man says, Coach, if you get a chance to look up the Tia Morrow story, it came out yesterday and it's some BS. Basically, it's all Jermaine's fault. I covered it. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. That's from Jay Russell. I covered it yesterday on the Late Show. The Late Show doesn't get that many views, so people miss the Late Show because they're still trying to catch up to the morning show. So I did cover it. Hit the like button as you exit. My man also says, Jay Russell says, why do old Negroes, Try to give me advice on picking up women as if it works in 2022. My dad suggested I pick up women at the bus stop. Mm. He says, I love pops, but give him the buzzer. Yeah, dudes from the 90s, dudes that were teenagers and young adults in the 90s. Y'all need to stop giving relationship advice right now. If you have not piped down any woman under than 25. If you're married if you spun plates in the early 2000s before text message was a thing, if you met women on Backpage, AOL chat, freaking um, uh, uh, Ashley Madison, if you picked up girls on your Beat Me 911 shit and ran to the payphone, and now you're old and you freaking... You're married for 25 years. You need to shut up about everything for real. Mm. Now, if you have something else to offer to the sphere, and you picked up girls on Black Panther and MySpace, if you have something else to offer, how to become a man, how to get sex from your wife, your fat wife, how to how to become, you know, the scientific, social, economic, and social sciences of relationship and hypergamy. If you have that, keep giving us that shit. Like, 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 get, get, give us that shit, but do not tell us how to do shit like you did it back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, what I used to do was there was a girl standing on the bus stop sucking on the lollipop. I, we don't want to hear none of that shit. And trust me, I was there. The nineties was cool. The nineties was cool. Nobody reached was greater than fifteen miles. <laughs> A woman's reach was 15 mile perimeter. A woman can live in the city and in 15 miles, she could do some damage. But outside of 15 miles, she was freaking irrelevant. She didn't have no ability to be juggling sausages from state to state and ocean to ocean. All right. Now it's completely different. It's completely different. She got reach from 96, 96 million square miles of the damn planet Earth. In her mind, she does. And that right there is a way difference. If you haven't sausage down a 25-year-old or a Gen Z-er, well, what the hell are you talking about? If you ain't picking up Gen Z's right now, and you're an older man from the 90s and two, early 2000s, and you ain't running around picking up Gen Z's, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm. I mean, you know what you're talking about. Let me take that back. I'm not trying to diss. You know what you're talking about, but you don't have any frame of reference. Of what's going on. You don't really know. The game is all the same. No it is not. <laughs> no it's not. You, Your biggest threat was MySpace. And Black Planet. <laughs> Shit. Come on man. 
and not only one, not only one woman from Gen Gen Z, you gotta be you gotta be running through multiple women of Gen Z's. You gotta be knowing what's going on to know what a Gen Z's guy is going through. Gen Z is going through some shit. Yes, we went through some shit as Gen Xers and baby boomers, but Gen Z boys are going through some shit right now. And telling these dudes to just spin some plates. <laughs> nope. And you at home with a fat wife? Like, how are we doing this, man? Like, yo, we need to put some shit. And you ain't piping no girls down. On, or just tell me you cheating on your wife. Tell me you cheat on your fat wife. Or you have an open relationship. Now we talking. Let's start cooking. And tell me how you picking up and spinning plates while you marry. All right. We can, we can talk about that. But I bet you you won't do it. Because you're going to be divorced. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're going to be divorced in a minute when your wife look up your YouTube. What? Anyway. All right. Hold on for a second. But this is the real, man. I We need to really put things in perspective and help Gen Z men. Gen Z men are going through some shit we never could even imagine. Thomas Cripps, keep up the good work, coach. So I can focus on my career in the building. Yes, indeed. Wait, that ain't it. So I can focus on my career. Um, Mr. Hardaway is in the building again. We got four more. We're going to get everybody today. Shout out to uh, Mr. Hardaway says another way of properly vetting a woman is don't let her waste your time and be her entertainment. If she comes over to your house, even if you don't say that you want to have relationships with her she knows what that means let her talk for five minutes and then get to the point with her don't give her room to waste your time if she does doesn't want to be with you within five minutes get her the hell up out of there but be polite yes aftercare is necessary one of the things i do because i have stairs i'll tell them when they get there within the first couple of minutes hey, let's go upstairs let's go upstairs if they don't head up the stairs and ask me well why Look at your watch. Damn. Well, I got to make an appointment in about 20 minutes. Got to get out of here. Thanks for coming over. But that's if that's if she qualifies for that spot. I generally don't like to hang out with people other than that. Shout out to Thomas P. He says, what's up, coach? The Beyond Me BS has been pushed in the fitness industry like crazy because they use veganism to test it out. I'm also thinking that they will make and market it as protein rich because they know that something's that's something most people lack and to make it appealing. That's true too. It's all marketing. They're not going to market it as this is your only option. They're going to market to get you to transition overall. Oh, it's going to have this rich protein. Dude, they've lied on food packaging for years. All right. They said it was fat free. Then it was trans fat free. Then it was gluten free. And then it was what the hell, bro? All they doing is just marketing bullshit. <laughs> Remember, fat free. You eating Doritos, it's fat free. Bullshit. Well, it's trans fat free. <laughs> All right, Jamal. Sorry, I messed it up. All right. I messed it up. Anyway, uh, we're going back. Shout out to, let me see if I can say his government name. No government name. Mr. Daniel, <laughs> David Blanchard, checking in. He says, Coach, you've been going ham all week. Here is some Red Bull money for your junior college this weekend. Hit me with the Kaylee. 
All right, let me let me pause on that for a minute. All right, let me pause on that for a minute. I'll hit you with the Kaylee in a minute. Uh, we got one more on PayPal. PayPal is slow. I click on the link and it be thinking about it. Shout out to no government name. Women have a thousand requirements for us men, but men need to scrutinize women the same way you say. The way that way we can level the playing field. And I agree. The reason why things are messed up is because you guys don't vet and you don't have standards. So we can't keep blaming women. It is men that are creating these scenarios because you're desperate. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. All right, getting over to the cash app. Johnny B. Good says Grizzly Bear strap on. Oh, my goodness. Boy, who is that on your picture, sir? Shout out to uh, Mr. Aware and Alert. Check out the lady golfer, Troy Mullins, mini golf date. Anyway, interesting. Shout out to T-Ville. He says, you win, coach. This stream is a recap of my 2022. No lies are told here. JJ says, thanks for all that you do, coach. Indeed. Shout out to Double A. You bring truth to power. Thank you, coach. We're trying to empower men here. Ladies, you should be happy about me. You should be happy about me empowering men. But they're not. You know why? Nope. They need to be able to manipulate you. And it's okay. All right. That's it for Venmo and then Super Chats. All right. Shout out to everybody. Whoa. Mmm. Shout out to Studio IC Coach. What is a coochie sweater? <laughs> what is a coochie sweater? <laughs> My man said, what is a coochie sweater? No, it's a coochie. Coochie. C-O-O-G-I-E. And it comes from the lyrics of Biggie. Now I'm getting better now. Coochie. Coochie sweater now. But I know. I hope you, Hopefully that's a joke. But yeah, it's a coochie. Coochie is a brand that Biggie will wear. Uh, have you noticed? Have you noticed? Have you noticed that? Sorry, brothers, I got to go in on y'all. Why do we always wear designer clothes with the name all scrawled across it? Like, it's got to say Coogee across of it or you're not going to wear it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be like big ass Louis Vuitton all over it. Most people buy it and it's a subtle. <laughs> it's a subtle one. Like, they got a LA, they got a LV on the damn they got an LV on the collar. Now nah, you got to be like <laughs> Louis Vuitton wrapped around the entire shirt. Polo. Like, <laughs> like, could you be a little more subtle about it? Like you got that piece of shit t-shirt and it looks like a damn graffiti across it. But anyway. Okay, I'm just sorry. They, You know they don't market those to elite people. They market those to poor people. They don't get yeah, Balenciaga. They market those to the lower rungs of people. Give them this shit right here. They make it in the sweatshop. The person's just stamping Balenciaga across it. <laughs> Carl Kanai, cross colors. It's got to say cross colors across the fucking shirt. Like, yeah, just be a little more low-key about it yeah that's the outlet store shit you ain't lying mike reed that's the outlaws that's the outlet store polo version of the t-shirt you don't go into the damn see that's the that's the um that's the burlington coat factory mall version of the damn polo shirt 
That is not the shirt that you get in the South Coast Plaza. That shirt is not available there. <laughs> That's the mall where the dude come up and look at your sneakers and want to clean your sneakers mall polo shirt. That's the TJ Maxx version of the Coogee shirt. That's like, remember the shirt with the tattoos? What was the shirt with the tattoos the white boys be wearing? Remember that shirt? What is the shirt called where it was like a tattoo shirt? The white gym muscular steroid protein shake white gym dudes used to wear. What, what's the name of that shirt? Ed Hardy. Von Dutch. Oh, my God. <laughs> you buy that shit all up in Kmart right now and Target. With the jeans and shit. Oh, my goodness. Y'all be looking crazy out there, man. You run around with your Ed Hardy shirt with your elbows separated from your damn latissimus dorsi. Because my elbows are out. I'm buff. Mm. Now you can get Ed Hardy flea market shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, I'm just making fun of people. Don't be mad. Tap out. Oh, what happened to tap out? Lord. I practiced jujitsu in MMA early UFC days. Tap out. JC says, I've been intermittent fasting and I am single and my grocery bills are less than $80 a month. I've cut out so many unnecessary expensive post breakup um, expenses. Yes, he says, I got money. I got money. Oh, man. Yo, let me stop, man. I know. Look, hey, don't be offended if you still wear Tap Out and Ed Hardy and Coogee and Polo. and Don't be mad. I'm in an old Navy T-shirt, so y'all can diss me, too. You can just say I'm a broke Dusty. I buy these by the bucket. I buy these by the bucket. Do you guys notice? I don't wear too much marketing on my shirts. I can't. I ain't marketing my shit too much. Now, of course, I'll wear a Raiders hat and all that shit. I'd be wearing $10 old Navy shirts. <laughs> they comfortable they fit i'll go in there or i'll order them online i'll order 10 i got a hundred dollars hundred dollars 10 t-shirts that's just the type of dude i am i don't know i'm not impressed easy i don't impress easy i don't like to do all that yeah the nike t-shirt nike big ass swoosh across of it look i got a nike shirt 50 11 dollars $11 walking billboard for Nike. Fantastic. All right. Marriage causes divorce. CGA's ex has helped the RP the most. Yes. We, we got to think, we got to thank my ex-wife. She's not all bad. She wasn't really a bad person either. All right. You know, just sometimes I, I ran past red flags. It's all good. She's not a bad person to you guys. She's blessed you guys with all of this information and knowledge. El Chingon says happy, pretty feet. Friday, coach. Yeah. Oh, boy. We got to catch up. All right. Shout out to AQVXZ. I watched both you and O'Shea, but I literally just heard him use the word gump in a video. Sounds like he's been listening to you, O'Shea. What do you say, sir? I invented the word gump. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it, but I donated to the sphere. Everything I do, I donate. I don't come here and protect all my shit. Everybody can use it. But if you use the word gump, you've been watching me. I know you're watching me. Type his name in the chat. Mm. <laughs> All right. Shout out to him, man. I'm not beefing. 
I'm not beefing. I don't have any beefs out here. I'm good. I'm living better now. Coogee sweater now. All right, shout out to A. Tommy says, been through this exact same scenario, and it's like the story is about me. Coach Adamas, you my favorite African-American out here, of course. It is all Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right, shout out to TJ, uh, Teddy KGB, bro. Once you get past the looks and facade, I promise you most of these chicks like uh, live Sorry, most of these chicks' lives are chaotic and they are broke as hell. Men, we are up out here. I know the ladies are going to say, those are the women you're dealing with. Again, we're not playing that game. You guys know you got broke chicas. You could be doing well, ladies. And trust me, this is another thing. I know women who make $80,000 a year and are flat broke. So I don't want to hear that you make it. Never, never let a woman say, I make $100,000. I make $80,000. I make $75,000 a year, so I'm good. You're going to find out that they're tight. They're living on a shoestring budget. They're tight. And the reason why is not to demonize them. It's expensive being a woman. It's expensive being a woman. Most women don't have savings. Most women don't have $1,000. Most men don't have $1,000 in savings. But when it comes to them, men, men, who, men who don't make money and don't have $1,000 in savings often are not bragging about how they live in the good life. But the opposite is true, right? The the women be like, I'll make 80000 I got a degree. I got this and that. I'm living good. I got it. And I'm independent. They're doing the bare minimum. And even when they're doing good, it ain't pretty. Trust me, I've seen these facades too. You talk about the broke chicks. I ain't broke. I got a degree. I'm a lawyer. And I know I've dated lawyers and they were flat broke with a damn expensive palette. Now that 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 is where you know they broke when they when they're broke and they got student loan legal law school debt and they running around here Flemings Mastros every week going to brunch flying first class sugar daddies they be out here broke too they be out there broke too just because they got salary and income don't mean they, ain't, they that they that they're wealthy so I don't want to hear that shit either. All right, shout out to JC says several tricks I've tried to help did exactly that. Yep, they'll tuck tail. They don't want to do that part of the work. Shout out to speaking my mind, ball choker, leather, mask, pulp fiction. Yes, indeed. Jan is in the building for the car for the coaches. Ride the car game is no joke. That's Jan in the building. He says, had I known about this, I would have saved myself the trouble and money. Walk them to their car. Shot X, shot X says, coach. I'm an installation technician installing internet services that these 304s to these 304s and their houses be filthy. I'll be like, dang, beach, clean your place. Absolutely. Shout out to JC. I've never dated women above or in my own generation. Wow. I don't know how old you are, but yeah. Somebody says Gump is an LSU thing. He goes to Alabama uh, LSU rivalry about Forrest Gump in the movie came out. I know, but it wasn't in the sphere like that. I brought that to the sphere, to this place. All right. we The first video I did was when I was in San Diego. I watched the Forrest Gump movie and I came back immediately and did a stream. And we said, we're going to call them Gumps. Before that, it did not. It was not here. So I know what you're saying. Everything's in the mainstream. But. Before that day, and that was in 2020, 2019. And then we started calling people gumps. 
nobody was saying it before that. Nobody was saying it. And I'm not saying nobody was saying it in the world, but nobody said it here before that. It's pretty, it's pretty clear. We're not going to play that. Well, people were saying that in 1926. All right. <laughs> Can I get a win? I mean, I've created shit. Look in the Urban Dictionary. Shit is monkey double backflips, peace leave. All right. All this shit. I mean, I've created stuff I done forgot. They didn't put a whole dictionary about me out here. I didn't come up with shit that I done forgot I came up with. Oh, I did say that shit. But I'm not here trying to claim it. And I've used other people's stuff. Because there's a content creator. There's one in particular. He be pissed out here. He a deranged lunatic. And he been around for a long time. Everybody's stealing my talking points. I'm a trendsetter. And if you don't sit your monkey ass down, ain't nobody been watching your shows no more. I'm a trendsetter. I've come up with shit and they're all using my shit. <laughs> Man, be quiet. <laughs> all right, anyway. Where are we at? We're almost done. I promise. I promise. I promise. Hit the like button on the way out. JC, I've never. Uh, okay, Robert Moreno, Gen Z. Grew up in Me Too. They probably think they're graping women if they're using Generation X gaming technique. That's true. Dude, that is super true. You guys don't know that about men. They're really conscious. That, uh, the way they've been indoctrinated, they think everything is a sexual assault. They ain't trying to get hemmed up, <laughs> young boys. And then they hear you telling, like, they hear my boy AMS. Shout out to AMS. They hear AMS talking about... um. What do you used to say? AMS used to say. I used to chuck them and kick them on the side of the road. They hear that shit. They're like, oh, this is reprehensible. He used to F them and kick them on the side of the road. Like that type of stuff. A Gen X, a Gen Z guy is like, what? <laughs> like, no way. All right. This show going way too long. Rational rationality. Gonna tranquilize a mastodon at Denny's tonight. Jack Vendetta, no truer words for spoken coach. Almost every woman I interact with is intrigued by the idea of being dommed out. It's a major fantasy for many of them. Yes, yeah, shout out to my favorite African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. All look right. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what Robert I'm Moreno, about? CGI, I messaged a girl on Seeking Today, and she showed me a database of sugar daddies and their ratings. I rate it cheap. <laughs> mm. Wow. JC says, Coach, you know, ninjas are gaudy. He says, been rocking gas station sweaters with the gold line and the dragon head with uh, rhinestone, rhinestone eyes. He says, NBA logos on the jeans. <laughs> yeah. Eight, eight. They got a jacket, jeans with eight NBA logos um, sewed on to them. Like, <laughs> like, whoa. Henry Resilient, my ex made uh, $75,000 plus alimony and child support and is still in debt. She in debt. She 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 done bought books on tape. She done bought the QVC out. She pays 25 people in monthly payments, installments. And they make a lot of money. Okay, Alvin, Alvin says, shout out to you, coach. This is for the Jermaine's Fault Fund. DJ B-Fit, that's a fact, coach. My ex worked for Ford making $100,000, and she was somehow always broke. And I posted a super chat earlier that you probably missed. All right. Hmm. That means I probably missed somebody, but I did remember. He says, one of my property. Oh, I did get this one. You mean the property with the senior living? Yes, I butchered it. <laughs> I butchered it. 
but I did get that one. Shout out to you. Hey, JC says I'm 48 CGA in my life. Young women seem to choose me. Yeah, so I see you're a brother too, so black don't crack. Guys, if you're a black male, um, your, your marketplace value, if you do well decently financially, you can extend it 55. There's dudes that are 55, 60, and you're in good shape. Like, you don't be looking like Skeletor with a hair extension and the hat on your head. You don't look like that by 45, 50. Now, some dudes will be like, you look old. But compared to people my age, 47, I'm 47. I might look old because of the great beer storing you off. I'm pretty fit. I'm pretty healthy looking. Look at my chocolatey skin. Most black dudes, you can extend that shit out. You just take care of yourself. Don't smoke too much weed because you're going to have your lips all black around mm. it. Your lips going to look black. See, my lips still got some pink and some health in it. Don't smoke too much weed when you got the black around your damn lips. And ladies, if your lips look black, you automatically just a uh, you just a you just gonna get hit. I'm gonna just hit them skins. Mm. <laughs> Put some lotion on. Look at my face right here. Ladies are watching me. This ain't with no makeup on. Your face don't look like this. Your face don't look like this, ladies. There ain't no acne, no breakout. Every now and then, I'll get a little something going on here. Look at my skin. It's like smooth. Look at this shit. Look at this. My face ain't all wrinkled. When I do my eyebrows like this, you ever see a woman's forehead? She do her eyebrows like this. She'd be like. <laughs> Look at this dome. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Where's your hairline though? Look at this shit. Look at this skin. Look at this skin. It's like a damn onion. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. No foundation on it or nothing. Ain't no dark eye circles under my eyes. I got a little bit of bags and all that shit. My eyes don't have, I don't look all sucked in and withdrawn looking like Thriller Michael Jackson. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. My necks don't got too many rings around it. I don't got a chicken neck under the, bro. <laughs> I don't got, I don't got them lines that like this, like this. Man, what? why the long face? You look angry today. Huh? I'm not angry. Jowls all under. Mm. <laughs> all right, let me stop, man. Stop smoking. Stop drinking. I mean, you can minimize it. I don't drink a lot of alcohol. Sure, I drink some every now and then. I don't drink a lot. I don't smoke. So my lips, I mean, I smoke cigars, but my lips are somewhat pink and healthy looking. My eyes ain't all red with yellow and red and jaundiced. And with veins across them, I don't got barricose veins, turkey neck, no nothing. <laughs> anyway, hey, that's how you could do, man. Black don't crack. Look at that shit. Look at this. Hey, ladies, you would drink, ladies, you would dream to have skin like this. You guys shoot Botex in your forehead to got forehead that look like this. Look at my forehead. Look at this shit, ladies. You guys spend thousands of dollars a year to get your forehead looking like this here. Look at this shit. <laughs> Botex. Anyway, shout out to John Ellison. Hey, coach. He says, uh, exactly how much income do you earn for YouTube? Thinking about starting a channel. Just curious. Shout out to the private investigators in here. All right, shout out to you, the private investigators in here. Let me see here. All right, uh, it looks like we're done. This show is, these are getting too long. It's supposed to be three hours, yet we're approaching three hours and 30 minutes, and my dog done shit in the crate. Definitely. 
by now, Nova is like, bruh. Son is kicking in me with me this weekend. So we're going to have some daddy and daddy and son time. We do have some people on PayPal. I think it's Mr. Hardaway. All right, we got to get him on the way out. Let's see. He says, you forgot the first one. Oh, shit. Don't even. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't forget it. I didn't forget it. Hold on for a second. Let me check Venmo before we go. Because then you'll be saying I forgot something. All right, hold on for a second. Let me check Cash App. Did I get J Flow? I did. All right. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I got it. All right. Let's see, Mr. Hardaway. Yeah, you can't see it's in the screen. It's on, it's on the screen. I didn't forget it. Trust me. Yeah, I got you. You live in Vegas. I got you. I got you, brother. You know, PayPal slow as a hell. Slow as hell. All right. You said also. Yeah, I don't have to stick around for this. Proper way to vet women. All right. I got that one. Which one did I miss, sir? I got it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. Let's shuffle up out of here. Let's leave you with a Kaylee and enjoy your weekend. Have bail money. Uh, we talked about the Philippines. All right. I got you on that one, too. All right. Let's leave with Kaylee. Get your bail money. Stay safe. Um, get ready for the holidays. I will be doing a Thanksgiving stream on Thursday. So if you want to join me, we will be here in the morning only. And shout out to the coach gang. And thank you for the support. And thanks for the for supporting the defense fund, the baby Mar mama terrorist defense fund. Shout out to all the content creators, content creators out here. And we out. Peace. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to.